February has been a crazy month for video game fans. Not only did we get the long-awaited Uncharted movie, but we also got Lost Star, Horizon, Forbidden West, and Elden Ring. Yes, that's right. We're talking about the new hotness this week on Geeks with Kids. Oh, and I guess a little Peacemaker. Let's do this! You need it like a do do do. You're now back into the call. Like, <laughs> is that what was the NBC tone? Like do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, maybe we'll make our own little one. Like a do do do. Nope. Wait, that's something else. <laughs> Welcome to Geeks with Kids, the Geekiest Podcast, the side of the lands between. I'm your host Eric, and I'm joined by the tarnished in training hawk and the man who doesn't mind getting lost in an arc. I don't know, David. <laughs> My screen name is Ark Revenant. You could have just called me the Lost Ark or something. I can't. I don't know. I didn't think of something good. The man who doesn't mind getting lost tonight on Geraldo Rivera. It was right there. Oh Oh my god. All for the taking. Oh my god. I didn't realize my stream beats was still uh, going Mm. there. We probably Mm. had music playing really loud over that, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. Because, um, yeah, we're going to just talk about uh, this stuff. How's it? Wait, how are you guys doing? How's it been? It's been a couple days. We we watched Vox Machina like a week or two ago. Oh my god, it was so uh, good. That go was back to what, then. Friday. Was that last yeah. week? Two weeks ago? I think it was two. Well, it wasn't this past Friday. It was the Friday. Right. That, right? We didn't do anything this Friday. Yeah. yeah. We basically had a week off. Weird. Because we didn't like do that. D&D. We basically didn't stream stuff. You streamed Elden Ring. Um, I did. We, we didn't have any Mando or any yeah. Boba Fett to watch. We got nothing. Until we got uh, Andor in like a week or two. Is Andor? Like I thought soon. No, I keep no way. Andor is no, coming out in March. When, uh, when, when is the next Disney May? Show? May is uh, that's Obi-Wan. May twenty fifth. May twenty fifth. Right. But I we have that moon, meme too. We have Moon Knight this month in March. Moon Knight. That's I knew <gasps> that's there was something. So, yes. Yeah. Not crazy like Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I don't know. Moon River. Maybe, is that mean that I said that? Because Moon Knight, does, like, well, I don't know. He's, well, I don't know how they're going to portray him, but. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'm looking issues. forward to finding out. You don't yeah. know about Moon Knight? People, people are like, he's like, uh, he's Marvel's Batman. I'm like, nope, that's no, not right at all. That's we not right. We know what's wrong with Batman. We don't know what's wrong with Moon Knight. <laughs> no, we don't. And that's what's wonderful. And they also say that it's going to be a little different for the movies. They're not going to go. I don't know. But I saw Gentleman Moon Knight, so I'm just looking forward to that. Mm. You need. I don't know if you know what that is, Hawkins. It's Moon Knight. Yeah, in a suit. I saw. I know. I saw. Oh it. yeah, it looks so good. Anyway, what's? But yeah, you guys are good. We're good. We have, yeah. We've been. It's been a while. Um, like I said at the intro, we're uh, we're talking about all the crazy video game goodness from this month. This month of February, it's 2022. hot and it's fresh. It's it's crazy. Like there's so much <laughs> video game stuff. Like we had Uncharted, the movie at the beginning of the month. Then we had um Lost Ark comes came out the week after. Then we had Horizon Forbidden Dawn the week after that. And then Elden Forbidden Ring. West. Forbidden West, sorry. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Elden Ring the week after that. Plus we had Peacemaker um, you know, yes. finish somewhere in the b- middle of that. So, yeah. That's 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 good. Anyway, like we do every show. Let's talk about what we're, uh, you know, hyped out about what we're loving. What's good. Dave, what are you liking right now? So I unfortunately didn't finish my Marvel watch through of all the shows. I just fit today, finished Jessica Jones season two. But while I did that, I've been playing, this is probably going to be blurred out. I've been playing final fantasy one 
I might beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't remember if I ever beat it. I've definitely come close to beating it. And I definitely I'm just like, found my charger, which I'm very happy for. I'm, I'm about two thirds through right now. I'm having a great time playing a fighter or a warrior, uh, hmm. a, a, a monk, a thief, and a white mage. Nice. And uh, great. I uh, haven't been playing a lot of Apex because I kept getting matched against Masters players. <laughs> that means oh, you're getting no. better, man. No. Well, that's so I what I learned was. Um, <laughs> Cause like apex is like not in my what's good. Cause I'm like, I'll just play like, I'll do the bare minimum. I'll play two matches a day to do like the daily stuff. Just so I'm like slowly <laughs> progressing the thing. So it's not going to be like a ton of work to finish the battle pass at the end. I, I win a game almost every day. And I'm I don't know what happened. Like I've been playing against the hardest players. They're stomping me when I'm playing with my friends. I play solo. I'm the kill leader. I'm doing great. I'm having great like this sounds like when me players. and Hawk used to play Destiny and then we wouldn't play with each other and then we'd be like, We're we've been amazing recently and then we play together and it's just like we're garbage again. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I guess because when you I don't know. I don't know how the matchmaking works, but I but I wanna play games with my friends. <laughs> so I convince somebody to buy uh Diggy Diggy Hole, uh what is it? Uh Deep Rock Galactic. Oh yeah. Uh that's been great. Rock and Stone. Yeah, you played uh, uh, yesterday, didn't you? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have joined you, but I was making, I was drawing something last night <laughs> for hours. I think, I think uh, Rock and Stone is, is a better use of your time. Yeah. I was going to come on I and don't then know, I started watching but... uh, John Oliver and I was like, oh God, I don't just want to yeah. deal with anything now. <laughs> yeah, Rock and Stone. I do like it. They have that new rival DLC pack and it has lots of um, skins for the weapons and they're so pretty. I like the skins. They look nice. You should, we got to play on PC. Uh, PlayStation, so that we can um, play with Hawk. I mean, I'm down. Well, although he's stuck in Elden Ring, I don't know if that's what you're good (laughs) in a couple of weeks. Because I'm also still playing Crusader Kings Three because the new DLC dropped for that, and it's phenomenal. There's finally like some decent content for something outside of Europe. So Mm -hmm. there's like some some finally some stuff to do in India, which is really cool. I started Mm -hmm. playing an India game. Uh, that's been awesome. That's still yes, it's such a good it's such a good game, but it takes 300 hours to learn. I, I I installed that Total War game, the the new one, Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna play this. <laughs> Those I don't are, have that's time. tough because that's an RTS. Yeah, where in the battle part, and then it's a turn based game for everything else. Mm. Uh, I couldn't do Total. I don't know why I couldn't do Total War. I did so. Rome a long time ago, but I don't remember it. Anyway, Huck, but you're good. <laughs> um, so my good, I don't know. I'm I'm going to be exploring my good a little later on in this segment as I go into a, a deep, deep analysis of Elden Ring. Um, I haven't really been watching anything new as far as television series or that. Uh, yeah, after Peacemaker, everything's news just seems so dull. Um, <laughs> so. I decided I decided to go and explore something I hadn't watched in years, and that is seasons one through five of the Kids in the Hall, which is on oh, Prime Video right yeah, now. Prime. I saw that. The, yeah. Oh, and I got—you I, wonder how the humor holds up after like so many decades. Super well, that. super well. There yeah. were so many great yeah. sketches I had forgotten about. Do you guys I mean, remember? It, it's oh, top-notch absurdism, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And it's absurdist. It's Dada. It's it's like I was it so confused as a kid when I watched. It, I was like, I don't know what's happening. And I just and sit there and watch it and be like, I cool. Yeah, it was like a show. You were like, I like this, but I don't know why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. I it's so hard to define. You know, yeah. they, they explore. You know, they're never afraid of exploring Canadian humor either. And that you know, <laughs> Leafs games and beers. 
It, yeah, uh, it's an intrinsically Canadian show that that's basically why it didn't work abroad, like some other stuff. And yet, like it had all the backing in that. It was, you know, Lorne Michael did the distribution for it, and that, and it gave it its, it gave it a good like cult audience, and that, especially when it was in following, the States, like, yeah, for sure, yeah, a few primetime shows and that. But I mean, the the humor they were exploring and that broke a lot of levels and that, you know, a lot of new territory and that. There was some stuff nobody had ever done at that time, you know. And I'm I'm thinking mainly of Scott Thompson at this time. Yep. I mean, like it's safe to call them like the Canadian Monty Python, basically, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, very well earned. Um, yeah. I got a huge. I don't know if you guys remember this one sketch. It was two CEOs of this company and that, and they were just like frustrated. And the guy's like, "Why don't we go have a workout?" And you hear this like raging '80s music going, "Did it done? Did it done? As they get into their shorts and like gear up and that, and they hit the gym and that. Both of them go and they put their arms up against the wall and they just stand there. <laughs> While a big guy with a handlebar mustache comes in, rips her shirts off, and unfurls a cat of nine tails. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that, but yeah, is that in the first season? It was definitely. It was in the first season. It was it's hilarious. <laughs> how, how many did you get in this time? He's like forty lashes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know if they could do that now. They'd... Yeah. Well, they're There's... coming back, so. Well, they're coming we, back yes the, the uh, documentary's on there right it's out now oh i haven't seen oh i don't know i'm pretty no. sure that's on prime now and there's the last laugh stand whatever last one last, last one laughing is uh yeah. it's a great show it's um it's so it's a it's um i guess reality Canadian. type show where it's, it's like they, a competition yeah it's a competition it's where six no wait one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven 11 oh no 10 10 comedians are stuck in a room and they can't laugh at each other and like mm -hmm. the last one laughing kenda has amazing talent it has caroline ray deborah di giovanni jonathan lavoie lo lo la jo la joy la joy la joy he's he's yeah. the one who did the show me your genitals song if you remember that i was yeah, just yeah, he singing did. He, that did. <laughs> he played he played taco in the league for five seasons oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was great uh brandon ash muhammad andrew fung from uh kim's convenience which you know and then like well and then k trevor wilson may martin and then the three freaking biggest some of the biggest canadian comedians colin mockery yep dave foley and Tom mm -hmm. Green. And you're just sitting there, it's like, my God. Like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about those three people just in a room. It's funny because um, when they're sitting there, because they don't know who's in the competition with them, it's all for charity. It's $100,000 for their charity of choice. And <laughs> as they kept on bringing in, like, people, they're like, oh, shit, Colin Mockery. I guess I'm out. <laughs> and then and then uh, I think Tom Green was the next one that came in after all the, the younger people. And they're like, these are all the people that I grew up with. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. And I think Dave Foley was the last one. And everyone's like, okay, I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's a great show. I, I fully, I fully recommend it. Oh, that's wonderful. There's four episodes right now. There's only two more. There's six episodes. It's they they're stuck in a room for six hours and they have like, like fun little like cameos from people. Jay Baruchel hosted and host, right? yeah, yeah he's yeah. all right i guess he's all right <laughs> i don't know he don't knows know. seth rogan yeah yeah he knows a lot of people i guess i don't know um, i mean i love the goon movies yeah yeah he was good and yeah. like he was all behind them yeah yeah that's fair um that's not what my good is though although i do highly recommend that show 
as I cough. Um, so we got contacted by, you know, we have, we have a bunch of reps that contact us all the time. And, uh, one of them has talked, uh, has talked to us about a charity event. Uh, it's, it's by Covenant House Toronto. They're a charity, um, in Toronto. Um, and their month long charity is main mission. And it's a premier gaming and esports fundraising initiative that starts on May, March 7th and it goes until April 2nd. The event brings together, you know, gamers, content creators, streamers, and you know, their audience, and through, you know, donations through their live streams, uh, and on behalf of Covenant House, uh, participants will raise funds and awareness for at-risk youth, um, which includes youth experiencing homelessness and survivors of sef- uh, sex trafficking. Um, we have a video, so I'm going to play that now. Um, it's a nice little 30-second video from them. Um, I'm going to play that now, and... You guys can have a listen. Covenant House Toronto, that is what we are raising funds for tonight. A lot of the youth that they take in, basically they make meals, they'll provide you know mental health services, anything you can imagine. I know you're gonna raise a lot of money and you're gonna do a lot of good in terms of awareness raising and hopefully you're gonna have some fun. 10K? <laughs> $710. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So main mission allows for everyday people to be heroes simply by doing what they love, playing video games, watching people stream video games and creating digital content. All this to help change the lives of the youth covenant house Toronto serves. It's cool. Um, I'm. I don't know if we're gonna be streaming for them, but we might. I think. I think it might be a good thing to do. I like doing charity things. We used to do Extra Life a number of years ago. I think maybe we'll go back to that too in November. Yeah, and if we could raise money doing a charity thing by just playing video games, I'd right? Be down. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna play them anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and I was gonna stream them. Why not do it <laughs> to help people? Right. Um. If, yeah. In so, fact. I'm not going to play video games until somebody starts giving to charity. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, that's fair. I'm going to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll put the, some links in the in the chat below, and we'll I'll keep talking about it as uh as we stream this month and talk and you know do stuff online. Yeah, so that's good. It's good. Yeah. Um. So normally we do news. Yeah, we'll do news. I don't have much. Uh, there's only one real thing that I, I wanted to write, and it's about um. Star Trek Four, the movie. Yeah, so yes. so the Kelvin verse. Oh, you mean the the reboot? It's yeah, the Kelvin verse is the reboot, the two thousand nine Star Trek. Yeah, so um, at the investor meeting for Paramount, where Paramount was like, "Ooh, we're not called Viacom, CBS anywhere. We're called Paramount." Um, they're like, <laughs> "We're gonna do Star Trek Four, and it's gonna include all the original cast, not all, but you know, the cast of the two thousand nine, um, crew, which was awesome." Minus. Fans. Minus uh, Anton Yelchin, who tragically passed away, unfortunately. But, um, you know, everyone, like all the fans went, oh, yeah, holy shit, that's awesome. Because, you know, those movies are fun and it's been a long time since the last one. But then. 2013. Yeah. But then the Hollywood Reporter was like, you know who was surprised about this announcement? The cast of the Kelvinverse. So the trade source uh, says that most, if not all, reps for the franchise's key cast, that's Pine, Quinto, Simon Pegg, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, and John Cho, were not aware that an announcement for another film was coming, much less that their clients would be touted as being in talks to be ready to film by the year's end. Oh my 
god. Uh, how, what? How? <laughs> what? Could they not have put some feelers out to yeah, their what? agents and that before this? How, that makes zero sense. Yeah. Especially after the last one died. Like, they were going to bring um, Chris Hemsworth back and do this, like, weird time travel-y thing with uh, Kirk and his dad, which would have been awesome. But then it just sort of broke down. That (laughs) was around the time they were talking about Tarantino doing his... No, it was before uh, that. Oh, before before that. Yeah. Well, I know Tarantino had talked about it because, like, he he would always go on about how his favorite episode of TNG was Yesterday's Enterprise, you know. And if he was going to do a movie, he would he would do something along that lines. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Um, but with more swearing and blood, I guess. I don't know. Um, That 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 movie died, so right. Uh, yeah, yes. that movie's not coming out. No, not no. anymore. That movie's not coming out. This movie's not coming out. <laughs> I hope this movie comes out because I would I love mean, to see John Cho back. It just, it, yeah, no, I, I would like to see all of them again. Yeah. It's, it just makes no sense. Even if they're on contract with Paramount, right? Like, hey, you owe us a movie. They'll go, yeah, but I don't have to make it that one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when they talked about, oh, Marvel actors sign up for like four movies or whatever, they're like, yeah, but if this guy just appears in like five seconds in Civil War, that counts as part of his contract, yeah. right? That was like Tom so, Holland, who was like, I got contracted for like eight movies. <laughs> he's he's done five. But also the bit parts too, didn't he? I don't remember. Yeah, but a lot, uh, con- you know, even if they were under contract and that, there's still stipulations in that contract that, they, you know, there's a reasonable expectation of a time frame for movies and that. And nine years since the last movie, you know, I pretty think much they, releases them from any responsibility. I think they were only contracted for three movies and they did the three. So the fourth was where they were doing the big re- renegotiation. That's why Chris Pine didn't come back. He was like, you know, I, I could do this or I can do, I don't know, Jack Ryan. I think I think he did a Jack yeah, Ryan movie. Most of them are kind of like. one, it didn't go over well. I don't know if they're all like blockbuster stars. And like Zola Saldana is definitely still like a huge box office yeah. star. I feel like Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto have definitely faded a little bit. Yeah. Because they've pushed more into like longer form story. Like Zachary Quinto was on. Uh, no, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. And, you know, Chris Pine did uh, The Last Kingdom. Was it The Last Kingdom or something like that or the whatever. Yeah, it's the a Netflix movie or the, TV show or whatever. The Last King of Scotland or something? I can't remember. That's that's not all right. It. That's Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's from like 1998. <laughs> Isn't that about a dictator? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, was about, it was about Edie Amin. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's brutal, <laughs> brutal regime in uh, Ethiopia. Deep divergence. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a king. Chris Wine was a king and he was Scottish. I think that. Isn't yes. Florence Pugh in that movie too? I know the one you mean. It's on Netflix, it. right? Anytime I see a movie trailer and I go, oh, none of that makes any sense. I can't watch this now. Like when shield walls are wrong and like everyone's wearing leather for some reason. It's like none of this makes sense. Just <sighs> whatever. I'm looking it up. Oh, he was in Wonder Woman. The He's outlaw, popular, the, right? The, yeah, the he out, was in Wonder the Woman. Outlaw, the Outlaw King on Netflix. Outlaw yes, King, that's yes. the one. Yeah, yeah. but I, you know. He plays Robert like, Bruce. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not, you know. They're not, and yeah, he's in Wonder Woman stuff, but they're not headlining movies anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, like, I get what you, I get what you mean. You know, it's so like, like he, are are they? Do they get? Do they deserve more money, or the same amount of money, or less money now? You know what I mean? Like that's all good. And when you go, we're gonna make the movie, and the cast goes, okay, but we're not. Like you just stuck your foot in your mouth because now they can negotiate way more in their favor. And we, and we all know there's only fun. one Chris Pine movie we're looking forward to next year, and that's Dungeons and Dragons. 
no idea. I have no expect. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect of this because it is a good director. Like yeah. like everybody involved seems good, but at the same time, it's like this sounds like it's just going to be a higher budget version of Dungeons Dragons Two: Wrath of the Dragon God, <laughs> which was a good movie because of the commentary. You never know. Oh, I have it on VHS somewhere. I bought it from Blockbuster. <laughs> hey, Gansu Star Queens in the chat. I gotta look at this chat way more often. I don't do that, and it, I, I'm terrible. Hi, hi. You do uh, other stuff. I know. I'm trying to read this other thing. Um, what do you think? Other than that, like, do you think they're gonna actually? I feel like the cast now has Paramount by the cojones. By, yeah, like they they, really they can just... probably just negotiate whatever they want. I I feel like Zoe Saldana needs like a good paycheck. She's the one who's who's the bigger draw. She's the biggest of star for sure. Yeah. Oh, though Simon Pegg. Oh, I don't know. Simon Pegg, not really anymore, right? He's he no, but he stepped. He's back cult a lot, right? though. He's yeah. so cult, but he's like he he just keeps working. You know, he's he's been on so many different things in that since like Star Trek and that. It's not his bread and butter, and he doesn't need to be the lead guy in it. Not. And I feel like the boys. <laughs> Carl, you know, Urban. Carl Urban is very different. <laughs> from oh, Bones. Maybe Bones has gone through some shit right now. We don't know. Fucking diabolical! <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? You weren't British before, aren't you? Like an American doctor? Was it? Is it, I feel like is Simon Pegg still on the boys. I think he only shows up sometimes. He was. Right? A, oh, the, he was the dad. He's uh, the dad he, of Huey. He could appear, yeah. but I mean, it's not. Yeah, he did, he is definitely a voice in um the animated one. Yeah, because he plays Huey in because that's the fan yeah, casting. Yeah, Huey right? was was like based on him basically. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I read that comic back in the day. Me too. I have it somewhere back there in the, that shit back there. Um, <laughs> anyone have any other news that they want to chat about? I don't think anything else has really happened. Um, I got a midterm on Thursday if anybody's interested. <laughs> What's it in? 30% of my grade. Oh, fair. Um, we got yeah. a new, we got the final trailer for Morbius because that movie's still coming out. God, um, how are they? Yeah. This, remember, that was my what's good last week right, or last time, right? I was like, this needs to end. Yep. It um, needs to stop. Just release the, like, just just put the movie on YouTube at this point. With this many trailers. <laughs> next month. 37 trailers. I think it's out next month. Is it April? April? Is it April next month? Yeah. Um, well, tomorrow is March. Yeah, March. Um, Fantastic so. Beasts has another trailer, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, I guess Batman's getting good reviews. I'm not trying to read any of them, um, but they yeah, already announced the second one. At least they're working on it. So cool. I guess they're yeah, really happy about make, that. It only took it, seven years to make this one. Yeah. Even even if it was bad, I think at this point, it's still going to make a billion dollars. He was only... Harcroft said yeah. that uh, Simon Pegg was only in season one. Hmm, interesting. I think that's, that's, that's probably right, actually. I, I don't he, remember if he was in The first initial one. episodes. Uh, once Stewie basically leaves the, the apartment, then yeah, that's, that's right. it. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's something you guys might be interested in. The fifth Indiana Jones movie has finished no. filming. It's done. It, that means you know they're editing it and putting special effects to make it look not old. Because if, if you Google Lost Ark, you'll basically get the two up two searches are obviously the game we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about yeah. and Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is the soundtrack I'm listening to right now. During the podcast. Because <laughs> it's so good. I just put it on. Um, oh, one more thing. Um, I, I We put it on our Twitter and stuff, but the PlayStation VR 2 got um announced and then shown so we got to see what the 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 head set and the set, controllers yeah. look like it looks really good um not wireless which is not good, wireless yeah honestly i, it's, that I is have good. one piece of news you haven't announced yet yo yo 
John Williams will be coming back to do the Obi-Wan score. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Just the theme. Just the theme. That must mean he's already been working on it, though, right? Yeah, he probably like, did it already. It's probably in yeah. the can. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, because the show's composer is probably going to have to take themes from that and play it in the actual... Imagine John Williams composing a single TV series. That would... I, I, it seems like such a step down for, like... Did like, he do... That who did bad. the music Obviously for... It's not bad. Right to do a series, but yeah. like he's like ninety eight, ninety nine or something. He retired like, after the last um, Star Wars movie. He was like, I can't mm-hmm. do anymore. And then he saw the last Star Wars movie. He's like, I got to do one more thing. Right? <laughs> he's like, I got this. Can't be the last. <laughs> can't end on this note. No, no. Literally can't end on this. Note. Did you know he yeah. created like hours and hours of music for that film, and they cut the shit out of it? The audio so, editors. Oh my if god! If you're interested in composer stuff, follow Austin Wintory on yep. uh, YouTube. Yeah, and because he dives into that stuff really deep, he's a video game composer. He did like Journey and a bunch of other awesome games, mm-hmm. and he just actually he just did a John Williams podcast with uh, the internet's favorite guy Troy Baker. Yep, yep, yep. Did they talk about uh, the whole controversy with uh, Rise of Skywalker? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Okay, I, I I've, actually I haven't. Li- I don't actually care about composing. I just follow him <laughs> on YouTube. I, I I usually listen to, it, but I haven't listened to the last couple episodes. Um, but. When they were doing the Oscar nominations, they released like a shit ton of like clips and stuff that weren't in the score that we heard in the movie or on the soundtrack. So we're like, what the fuck? It was very, it was very annoying as a fan of John Williams. To well, hear. the thing is apparently that's super normal, right? Yeah. Whereas like you, you make, you make way more score than you end up using a lot of the time, right? Just like you make more movie than you, you end up using. It's true. Yeah. There were definitely themes from stuff that got cut because that movie was cut to shit um, because yeah. it was shit. <laughs> yeah. um, Harcroft said, oh, you mean the fourth Indiana Jones movie? <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't it be like the sixth now? Because there's young Indiana Jones. I mean, That's right. do you mean you don't enjoy me and my crystal skull? <laughs> you know, the premise still of the has it on his desk, people. The premise of the movie is fine. It's the execution that really failed us. Yeah, there's it's no true. Need. It's true. The the they could have made it better, but <laughs> there are like, a crap ton of it. They could have dug up Errol Flynn and done a better pulp movie than what they did. Yeah, I don't know. With man. all the CGI yeah. crap. Just, Let's get off of this sad Indiana Jones talk. Let's talk about the hotness because we're going to talk about the hottest thing. Do you guys want to talk about the movies slash Uncharted slash uh, Peacemaker first, or do you want to go into the video games? Sure, let's talk about that because I haven't seen either. All right. Um, <laughs> let's. Yeah, I want to know because you guys really want me to watch Peacemaker. You oh, really so want yeah. Do. Let's talk about Peacemaker first. Yeah. Why not? Let me pull up the. Because uh... you're like, oh, it's so funny, and it's like the guy's an asshole. So yeah. So, Peacemaker, I, the TV series, in my life? is an American television series created by James Gunn for the streaming service HBO Max. It's based on the DC Comics character Peacemaker. It's the first DC Extended Universe television series, um, and it's a spinoff of the 2021 film The Suicide Squad. Uh, set after the events of the film, the series further explores um, Christopher Smith, aka Peacemaker, and... Uh, he goes up against, you know, some stuff. He's teamed up with a bunch of people who gotten shit at the end of Peacemaker because uh, there was a little bit of a revolt um, with the team, you know, because Amanda oh, yeah. Waller wanted them to just leave Starro and just get the fuck out. Um, but they were like, no, we guys must kill this giant mind-altering alien. This series is so fucking good. Basically, um, this happens a couple years after the Suicide Squad. He gets released from jail. You know, he goes to jail um, slash for you know, recovery because he had gotten shot in the throat and, you know, was a killer. 
Um, um, just correction. This takes place very much right after in that. I mean, I, I thought it was a couple. Maybe, I thought there was I like a year or two. I think there's about like a maybe three months of that. Really? That's how long it took him to recover. Because he, he, we see once the last image we saw of him in the Suicide Squad was in the post credits and that where they visited, you know, they were visiting the hospital and that. And this is him just ready to get out of hospital. Uh, and, and just That's immediately gets thrown right if back in. If he's so mix. important to their like government program, why wouldn't they give him something to like heal faster? I think he's he's not really that important. He's sort of a um, a patsy. He's a killer. <laughs> he's a killer. Yeah, he's like, a very good killer, but he's a killer. That's why the suicide. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. They're they're dispendable. The dispendable, <laughs> disposable. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sylvester Stallone, and this is the dispendables. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, I I like the and... they the the cast in <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> now I'm playing with this goddamn crystal skull. Um, uh, I really like this show because um, Peacemaker. I know I know it's sort of cliche to have a villain, especially now with all these Disney movies, to have a villain and then go through their backstory. And, and he's funny and he shoots people just like Deadpool, right, guys? Uh, and he breaks yeah. the fourth wall. And, he right? does not break, he the, fourth. break okay. the fourth okay. wall. No, he doesn't. A, I know okay. he it, does become sympathetic. Hard, yeah, he's a hard sell exactly because he was such an asshole in the Suicide Squad and that. And in this, it's like they don't try and downplay that that much in that of uh, his assholery in that because he rubs everybody the wrong way right from the beginning in that. You know, his mind is still stuck in the eighties as far as like his but, interactions with people. But to be fair, he. The reason that this series is happening is because he feels remorse for killing a hero, like an American hero, like Rick Flagg. Like he knew that he was a soldier doing his yeah. job and he, like, you know, he's all about peace and justice and um, through any means necessary, which is what he said. In what does the, he say? I'll movie. kill as many women and children as I have to. I love and women. Yeah, I love many so women. much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many I have to kill to get it. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, that... That uh, <laughs> and, and Brent is in the chat. He's like peacemaker. <laughs> like basically, the guy is going through this massive identity crisis right now, and that, and it all stemmed from him killing Rick Flag, and the last thing Rick Flag sent to him, and that peacemaker. He's like, what, what a, a joke. joke. Yeah. And it, it, it and, reminds him of how how like his his how he grew up with his father, who was like a fucking oh. crazy Nazi played by a Terminator. And, um, Oh, he's like, a, he's the Nazi other Nazis worship. Yeah. And then yeah. through uh, like a, such a traumatic episode with his brother that he ended up accidentally killing him and his father yes. blaming him. Like it's, it's such a good, like, I didn't think I would feel so much for John Cena, but he does such a good job playing like even like little nuance. since in the show, like, I don't know. He 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 very much surprised me. Like I know he fought to play a superhero and like he fought to for any role because everyone just saw him as, you know, that guy. Um but like oh, really we're, this show is not so much about the redemption arc of peacemaker which it is but it's a redemption arc of john cena and that yeah there was a whole story about him he's been fighting for years and that trying to like you know nail down some sort of a superhero movie and that every you know they play into that with the humor too and that you know because they always comment on peacemaker's body and it's like you don't have a superhero body in that you know you're too bulky <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible 
But the fact that he plays this role without the slightest hint of like any sarcasm or, you know, towards it or himself and that he plays this genuinely. And, mm-hmm. and that's why everybody loves him for it and that. And, you know, there are such tender moments in it and that that should not work. You know, I have never loved Motley Crue. I hate Motley Crue. <laughs> no one likes Motley Crue. That's not true. And yet there is this one scene in the show and that where I'm sitting there and I'm just mesmerized. Yeah. You know, uh, while a Motley Crue song is playing. Brent wrote something really good in the chat. Um, he wrote, the show does a fantastic job of making him an asshole, but explaining in a sympathetic way why he is an asshole. And that's so true. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, okay, I gotta go like real for a second though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go because he's he's a lot like Rick from Rick and Morty, right? Like he's an asshole, but like he gets a, he gets the job done, right? And he's like, yeah, he's useful and like all this other shit. Okay, he's an asshole. Yeah, I guess so. But he and, he, yeah. and he's kind of smarter than everybody else, but he gets the job done. He's not so smarter certain than people else. look up to that guy and they go, "That's who I want to be like," which is not the point of the character. So there's only the one thing- person that looks up to him. The and thing he's I don't psycho. like about <laughs> oh, and he's way worse. Yeah. Oh my god! And, and and Rick and Morty's obviously put in a very farcical manner, whereas this show is not. Mm-hmm. When you go like, oh, he's sympathetic, blah 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 blah. So the reason I don't like all this stuff is because in real life, if you're an asshole for that long, it doesn't matter anymore. Like you're like 50 years old and you've murdered all these people. It doesn't matter. That's it. Like you don't get to turn around now. You've been adult for this long. You've decided to be an asshole for this long. I don't want to like you. I'm not going to like it. It's over. I, I can see that. But I, I personally, I do feel people like people can change. I've seen the, some yeah, people yeah, change. Yeah, yeah. I feel like but people deserve. What? I'm not going to be. I don't want to be. That's fair. That's fair. I literally have people in my life who are terrible people. And then if they ever decide, oh, now I'm going to turn over. It's no, not with me. I'm done. Mm. And that's why I'm not interested in this stuff. That's fair. I'm not interested in see, the that, redemption that, that, yeah, of that's, Nazis. Yeah. See, I understand why you wouldn't like this show. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't it, mind. It, like, I don't mind that type of. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see a redemption of a Nazi. Can, to be fair, all I can say is that you know what? It's eight hours of your life. You know, give it a shot. That's and a that, lot. And then, That's a lot. Of then that is come a lot back. Then come back and tell us you. You, Dave, you, you made me play Lost Ark for an but hour, not for eight hours, but not for eight hours. <laughs> but you can watch one episode. Uh, Brent wrote another good thing. He's an asshole who wants to be a good person but doesn't know how to not be an asshole. That's true. And yeah. through his team, he actually uh, through um, Adebayo, a, yeah. he is when he started to you know actually being a good. I don't want to say good person because he's not really a good person <laughs> by the end, but he's he's better. He's, he, he's at least found a, a bit of a trajectory in that. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. Like, to, it's like people get idolized for like, well, like we're gonna reform this person, but he won't actually. That's actually the pl- that'll be the arc of the characters. He won't actually fully reform, and he's not. Gonna I don't pay think for he what can. He did. But I, I think you you are w- reading into him way too way too much in that. You know, this was a character you know who was almost a throwaway from the Suicide Squad. Well, he's the stuck. Thing. Suicide he Squad stuck is out. a serious movie. With some is comedy. It? Is it? Yeah, Starro's kind of a serious thing. It's serious, but also farcical it, in that. Yeah. I mean, like, you and know, then Peacemaker's just like, it, it's the, this, the whole, I don't know. I like yeah. James Gunn, I like his stuff, but I just don't yeah. want to like Peacemaker, and I, I think I'm going to refuse. I think if you like James Gunn stuff, you will like... Um, yeah, this has to be the... This has to be the... This has to be as funny as... This is definitely his funniest material since Slither, you know, which is one of my favorite movies. I have Slither over there on DVD. Mm, I have that on DVD, too. Um, 
Is that a movie I want on Blu-ray? Do I want to see that in no, high def? No, you don't def? need to see that. I, it probably wasn't made in high def. Probably wasn't that, high budget that's what enough. makes it good. Um, any other thoughts on Peacemaker? Um, I know they're getting a second season, which I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, easily. I mean, like it, it was like, what, the number one show in the world at one point? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. crazy good. Um, really? The, yeah. the the band who did the theme song saw a crazy resurgence, which was the first time uh-huh. since the eighties. They actually went on like fucking like <laughs> on like talk shows and performed the song, and I was like, what? "Why do you still have long hair? Why do you still look like you're from the eighties? It's crazy." Oh man, you did all eighties, eighties like and, and glam rock guys in in general and that. They That's don't a care. style that. They do not change. That's a style that, you know, they're basically <laughs> tattooed with. Brent is asking us a very important question in the chat. It is, how does season two top that credit scene? The opening credits. They have to keep <laughs> the same song, right? They have to. Would they get? Yeah. Would people, I don't know. Yeah, I, they I, have I don't, to. I don't, don't think they can really. I don't. I think they're locked into that theme and, yeah. and opening sequence they def- and that. Well, no, they have to change it because they're going to be characters that aren't that's there anymore. True. So it just I change those parts. They're. I think they're locked into the song though, because like that just seems to be his anthem. It right has now. to be a bigger like musical number, right? It has to be a bigger like that one was oh, yeah. great in like a, a great like cheesy eighties slash nineties early nineties music video slash musical. What if but, season two doesn't have credits? Oh, like twenty four, they just start. That that would that would kill me. That would. Kill I would me. cancel my non-existent HBO Max. I would refuse to watch it. I would refuse to find a way to find this. <laughs> also, Peacemaker was the number one show with only seventy three million viewers. That's kind of low for how big some things usually are. Like Top Gear used to be the the top biggest show in the world like fifteen years ago. That was consistently pulling in over a hundred million viewers worldwide. So it's it's surprising that the top thing in the world was only 73 million viewers. Brent doesn't think they're going to be locked into that song. I, I'm going to ponder this. What if it is the um, that song he played on the piano, but the actual metal ver- or the actual glam rock ver- song version? I don't think it would work as is well. Is it the Scorpions? Is that why I saw the Scorpions on something? No, no but no, the, the Scorpions The band is called Wim Wham. Wim Wham. I'm definitely... What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You must look up Wim Wham. Somebody was like, "We should, we should use the name Wham." They're like, "Wham's taken." They're like, "Easy, Wim Wham." There aren't they? Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, Wigwam, 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 Wigwam. Aren't they? Uh, So Wigwam is a a Norwegian glam metal band formed in Halden in 2001. Wigwam's lineup consisting of vocalist Glam, guitarist Teeny, bassist Flash, and drummer Sporty have remained unchanged since the the band's formulation. They were the new, the first Spice Girls <laughs> before. Oh my god, yeah, Wigwam. I saw them like the 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 singer and the guitarist just went everywhere and just started performing. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, they look good for their age. Like they're they're they've got to be what seventies, sixties? Oh, they're finished. Sorry. Oh, you know, all I'm, they do is read. They I mean, they, they they were part of like a, a resurgence in in Europe and that because like you know if, w- once like you know grunge and alternative music destroyed glam rock in the states and that it moved its act over to Europe because of the festival circuit over in Europe has always celebrated. They formed, and continues to. They formed continues. in two thousand and one. They're not yes. that old. I guess. They are not that old. Oops. They are probably in their forties. Oh God! Wait, oh, the man yeah. I looked up was formed in nineteen sixty eight. What the wigwam? I just wigwam. W-I-G-W-A-M. They're Finnish? Norwegian. 
No, yeah. there's a there's a Finnish band called Wig. <laughs> How many wigwams well. are there? <laughs> Too uh, many wigwams. A Finnish progressive rock band formed in 1968. They found it after the split of the seminal blues section. Like that is not the same one. That is not the, the same. One. It's one word or two words. One two, uh, two words. words. This is one word. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, copyright. Oh, that's boy. how they Tell went. Of, that's how I'll, they got I'll, out of it. Just like Bush and Bush X, right? Good old nineties. <laughs> that's a good old suede, suede and the London suede. <laughs> oh hell, even even Nirvana had to pay for their uh, t- for their band name. Yeah, yeah, it was a band. Yeah, was it Canadian the band? I don't remember. I, I don't remember what it was. I think they. I'm pretty sure they were some sort of English prog rock band. That makes sense, uh, yeah. based on their song. Um, any other final thoughts on Peacemaker? Dave, do you have any questions for us about Peacemaker? No, I don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my god! The new oh. cast skeptic. I'm what's bad today. The new <laughs> cast members, like from like that, were added to the series were so good, and I'm I'm glad yeah. they added them. Um, I look forward to some of them <laughs> returning. If, <laughs> if any, um, they also had some great uh, cameos and like shoutouts to the DC universe. I do enjoy that. Um, apparently, they had filmed Batman and Cyborg in a in a cameo situation for the for the last uh, episode, but they cut both of those characters. It was the uh, the the Ben Affleck Batman suit too. I saw that. Yep, yeah, Ben Affleck Batman suit and the uh, the Ray Cyborg as well. I did see the scene where he just shits all over Batman. <laughs> Which I was he like, does. yeah, that's why that's the same thing everybody says about Batman. It's true. He that shits he, that he doesn't kill. I just watched Daredevil season one and two. It's the same thing the Punisher says about Daredevil. He goes, you know, I put him in the ground. You don't. That's fair. So, that, you know, before we leave Peacemaker, how about a shout out to, um, uh, sorry, uh, Annie Chang, who played uh, Sophie Song, Detective Sophie Song. She was so series. good. She was amazing. <laughs> I've never seen her in anything. I don't think I have seen her in anything, but I. And yet. Like oh my god, she was like yeah. a very good lead. Like, and she was like, ooh, the guy that was her underling was in like yeah. '90s movies. I can't remember his name though. Um, the actor's name is L- Lachlan Monroe. Uh, he was great. I know I've seen him in a, a he's a character actor. I've seen in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, he was in like White Chicks and Scary Movie. Oh shit, he yeah. was in Unforgiven. Damn, I did not what know that. What name that is? Lachlan Monroe, P.I. Wait a minute. Oh my God, is was he the one who played the kid? Yeah, yeah, he played uh Texas. No, he played Texas Slim. Texas Slim. Lachlan Monroe. That's a great name. That is a good name. Yeah. Oh, he's Canadian God, too. Yeah, I, I remember this guy. Yeah, he was in everything. He was it was a kid. I've seen that face everywhere. Yeah, he was in Lucifer. He was in God, he was in so much stuff. Tomorrowland. Remember Tomorrowland? Scary movie. Yep. True Justice. He was in Oh my god, his IMDb is so How long. How do we not have a show where we just dig into people's IMDb? We should. That would be. Yeah. We should Absolutely. do like a like a 6 degrees of Kevin Bacon where we just go through IMDb forever. <laughs> All right. He's on an episode of Scorpion. Remember Scorpion? I used to like that show for the first season, and then I stopped watching it. Um, let's talk about Uncharted. We're gonna talk about All Uncharted, right. the movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm yeah, the one. Tell us about Uncharted. I'm the one person who saw this movie. Um, and you were the one person who went in with such, you know, you high hopes. Uncharted high is hope. so. Uncharted is one of my favorite franchises ever. I remember playing Uncharted 
one just by accident because one of my roommates was like you have a ps3 you should play this game and i was like okay and you know you start the first level and you're like oh fuck you have six axis controls that's garbage i hate that shit but then you play the the story and you're like fuck this is a good game and it was a good game and um there were some very cinematic movie moments and i think it was the first game where i remember feeling like oh shit this could have been this could be a movie there there were sequences that are really good it was like somebody went we should make indiana jones into a video game and somebody went uh we already have that it's called tomb uh, tomb raider and they went yeah but what if we made it funny <laughs> yeah it's nolan north and, and they went I, yeah i, I guess and we that, can, but indiana jones is, is funny and they're like but we can't get the rights for indiana jones let's no, make something yeah. better let's make something new um and they did uncharted um so like one two three four um the the spin-off series the spin-off one which i can't remember the name of but i have the soundtrack what, golden compass or uncharted the other one Lego. No. uncharted uh, lost, legacy. lost legacy lost legacy is the ps4 one golden compass is the one on uh, um, vita, vita. Which is actually quite good it's very good oh. i do like it too um yeah. so this movie is it was released on february 7th 2022 and it's a prequel to all of the video games it, I, is it it's not really set in the um in the, it's, not, it's clearly not set in the same thing. It's, it, it's it, although they do take, uh, um, you know, notes from Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four showed the backstory of Sam and yeah, Sam and Nathan, yeah. who grew up in a um, orphanage because their parents had died. Um, this one, we get Nathan Drake. He's about twenty-ish, um, and it's his first time meeting Sully, and it's their first adventure together. It was for me, eh, it was all right, I guess. Um, the set pieces were pretty cool, but sort of recycled. Like they did the airplane thing, which was in Uncharted Three, yep. um, where you know there's a cargo ship, and then the the shit starts flying out the back, and you have to climb up. And then I feel like they've done that in something else though too, like, like a Mission Impossible, and, yes. and and like like uh, Air Force One. Was it in Air uh, Force One? He goes, get off my plane. Yeah, and then but he, he throws was, Gary Oldman out the back. With yeah, the but he just flies out. But like he's been hate like. Not the the shit out the back. I feel like there's the, uh, yeah, Fast there's and Furious. I'm sure has done something like this. Oh, yeah, because that runway scene is like 20 minutes long. <laughs> um, I I thought Nathan Drake, like Tom Holland, played Nathan Drake, and he was he was all right. Like he's quippy. He was like Spider Man, obviously. So I have no qualms with him. I guess. But he's better as Spider Man. But he's he? better as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um. The problem is he's still a little too childlike, you know, in his appearance. He, in that. he is young, but he's he doesn't care. Right? He doesn't carry himself like he does as Spider-Man, which I don't know if that makes sense. He actually seems like a sort of grown up. <laughs> um, I don't know it's, if that's weird. Because, like, you know, it's because so Tom Holland, like, you know, the way like with Peter Parker, like the best aspect that he plays off of Peter is like, you know, that uncertainty, you know, that, that that little bit of uncertainty that he has, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, self-doubt and that. Nathan yeah. Drake never, in, as a character in a video game, never really expresses self-doubt, right? No, he's he's it's, more... It's more more like blind confidence. And <laughs> blind confidence and getting the shit beat out of him, right? Like, and he's like, yeah. I'm going to get my shit, the shit beat on me and I'm going to make quips the whole time. Um, yeah. And there, there are quips, but not as much as I thought. Um you know that short film that had um, Nathan Fillion a couple? Nathan Fillion? Oh, that so was pitch perfect. Like, it felt yeah. really right. And all the people that they had in there felt like the characters. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg Stephen is... Stephen Lang is Sully. Perfect. Mark Wahlberg is Sully does not work for me. At all. At all. Um, 
Uh, the girl that played um oh fuck what's her name um uh, Chloe Frazier from Lost Odyssey um she's very good I really liked her a lot I think Claudia Black played Chloe Frazier in the video games yeah which is sort of a weird but but um I didn't mind her uh Antonio Banderas was Santiago Moncada who's not in the video Probably games obviously good. he was a good bad guy. He, he, he's all right. Scenery. Yeah, uh, Tati, that's what he's doing. <laughs> and then the other bad guy was Tati Gabrielle, who was Joe Braddock, and she was like the, the the other bad guy. Um, basically, they're trying to look for a treasure, as one does in an Uncharted game. Um, they the I think the thing that bothers me is that they 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 sort of cherry picked all these things, but nothing felt original or really really good. Like it was just like a. It's all right. I can watch this and eat popcorn, and I'm happy because I'm eating popcorn. Of the, yeah. of the best parts of the video games in a in a movie, which but like that's kind of what a movie is, right? Is like let's take a bunch of set pieces, connect them together for plot, mm-hmm. and then throw it on the screen. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think any of the mysteries were really that cool or like like are they are, you point they, you pointed out the, that they were too easy to figure out the puzzles and the mist like i figured out things before the fucking movie did and i was like right, that's not when good you play the game are the puzzles actually that difficult too it's usually just move some blocks around mm-hmm. right like or like rotate a thing but it always seemed like they're, they're not actually hard puzzles. but it seemed like they would go through like the motions of trying to figure out finding pieces and trying to think this was almost like they had to get two keys they put them together and that opened something and you're like oh, okay that's cool i guess um just like missile silos <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and the the end was like a giant like ooh, you saw it in the trailer. It's two fucking pirate ships getting swung around by helicopters in the air, and they're shooting cannons at each other. The thing I liked about Uncharted's finales in the video games was that it was always Nathan versus one person, mm-hmm. and it was always personal, and there was, the stakes were really high, and it felt uh it felt a little more grounded than this movie, which I thought was a little weird. Um. I don't know this the the end battle just was like okay it's it felt like a Marvel movie where just like let's throw a bunch of CGI at you and you'll be impressed and I was like ah okay yeah the the end of Uncharted 3 might be the most cinematic ending of all the games because it was literally the guy was just like I would rather die than not get all this money Mm -hmm. was was like the plot Nathan Drake's like I'm not gonna die for this like it's not worth dying over (laughs) whatever several million he's like I'm out of here this place is on fire What's that Uncharted 4? I'm pretty with sure it's 3. In the pirate ship? With the f- Ra- with- when you're fighting Rafe? Yeah, that's 4. Oh, is it 4? Okay, yeah. sure. But like, I just love that. The guy was like, no, I'd rather die than be like than, than get out of here empty-handed. And Nathan Drake's just like, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. This is an adventure. What are you talking yeah. about? Um, but like, I'm guessing the movie doesn't have that. But. No. Well, there, I don't think there's a, there's no personal tie to the to the adventure in hand. Although Plus, I guess sort Tom of. Tom Holland is. just beat the shit out of Antonio. Like, I love Antonio Banderas. He's a huge badass, but he's like seventy now. Right? Do you guys want spoilers? Okay, spoilers for people listening. Spoilers. Don't, care. don't spoilers. Um, Antonio Banderas dies like halfway through the movie. <laughs> That's actually good. That's really good. I like that actually. Uh, he gets killed by the girl that I mentioned earlier. Um, oh, so she's the villain. So she's the big Cl- villain. Chloe, because Chloe turns. No, on not Chloe. Games. So she Clo- she turns in the video game. You know, I expected either Chloe or Sully to turn in this, and it was Chloe this time. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes Chloe's sense. Chloe's your ally in two, and then your enemy in three. Right? But she becomes your but she becomes your ally again in three. Like she's your enemy for part of it. Yeah, she's the yeah she's the she's typical. the turn. Uh, whereas in the first one, Sully was the bad guy and then turned good again, right? Um, 
Well, but that was a plot. That was a thing where like Sully had to pretend to be the bad guy. Right? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Which would have been a good plot for this movie, probably. It would have been. You build up that relationship between them, then he turns on them, and he's like, ah, kid, he was just a con the whole time. The, 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 I think Sully in this what movie... What do we know about movies? We just watch them constantly. <laughs> Sully yeah. in this movie, they didn't really trust each other throughout the whole movie until the end when Sully chose Nathan over the treasure. So you're like, oh, yay, they're going to be friends now. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, this movie has what is this on Rotten Tomatoes I think a 40 something from 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 reviewers and then 90 from audience so I don't know like it's weird because in the case of something like what Tom Holland's able to do right now because Tom Holland could pick up like any role he wants basically after Spider-Man right he did that uh what's what was that movie called with Robert Pattinson and stuff where there's like a they're like shooting each other in like the 30s or whatever I forget oh oh um it's on Netflix Something. Oh, the one the devil the, all the time, the devil, the devil all the time. Yeah. So that's I the kind of movie. That's the kind of movie where it's like you make a Spider-Man, you get to make one of those. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you know, yeah. Vin Diesel makes a Fast and the Furious so he can make a Riddick movie. He makes Riddick movies so he can make the last uh, Witch Hunter movies. Right. Like, so like you but, make but, one for you. Yeah. And then one for the, you know, for but the Tom money. Holland did this one because he loves the uncharted game so he's like, yes, I will play Nathan Drake because I love uncharted. And I was like, oh. right. But he definitely didn't read the script and go. They fucking nailed it. They nailed yeah, it. Yeah, he I don't went, know. I think how are they gonna make this work? He goes, I don't know. They make Spider-Man work, and it, that's technically <laughs> Sony too, right? It's like, no, that's Disney. Disney's uh, making that work. Nolan North does show up in this movie for a cameo, and uh, it's pretty funny when he shows up. He says, uh, uh, "They they see Chloe and uh, Nathan Drake coming off coming out of the water because they had just fallen after the whole plane thing," and. And Nolan North is like, hey, what happened to you? And he's like, oh, I fell out of plane, blah, blah, blah. And, and Nolan North goes, oh, that happened to me once. And I was like, ha. You should be, you should, you should be. A- it's funnier when you see it in the movie. Yeah. Though, right? No, no, everyone. No, that's what everyone did in the audience. They're like, ha, it's Nolan North. Because <laughs> it was all people who um, got to go see it early. Um, and who were, I guess, fans of the game. And uh, they played the theme song three times. The Uncharted theme song played three times in that movie. Three times. That's it. Are they saving money? I don't. I don't I, I understand why they did it. So the first time they played the theme is when you see Nolan it is North a trademark, right? Like, like yeah. James Bond has a theme. Right? Yeah. Like so you know. Yeah. Maybe. So you hear it when you see Nolan North in a sort of like a Calypso-y type beach music type version. The second time he they play it is when he puts on the the shoulder like gun strap thing and i guess he fully becomes nathan drake um i guess that was when they decided to play a theme and then the last one was during the credits i mean that makes sense yeah um the music was done by um the guy who did game of thrones his name and and uh westworld yeah Dwali. oh that's why it's not right is it um ramen Jawadi. Jawadi, yeah. Raman Jawadi. Um, I did not like the score. <laughs> Which is. I mean, I think everybody's favorite music from him are usually covers, right? Like the Westworld stuff, like um, A Forest and, and whatnot. His music and, for uh, Game of Thrones was very good, too. Yeah, it was kind of iconic. I loved it. I actually really loved the Westworld theme he composed. Yeah, that was actually. Like, even the incidental score in Westworld is actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The music in this was it didn't feel right they should have just got like greg greg edmondson who does movie scores and has done the music for uncharted 
uh, to do <laughs> Uncharted. Uh, I don't understand. Maybe they were just like, we need the new hotness for music, and it's, it's him. Uh, it's I'll- so it's so weird. I mean, because there was this whole cast of people of story writers and composers and actors involved in making like the Uncharted games like the hit that they were, right? And you know. They can't really. They can't tap into but that flavor everyone, when they bring it actually to the big screen. Every one of those people would would say Amy Hennig. It was Amy Hennig. It was Amy Hennig. She wrote it. She produced it. She did all this. And but she only she, did the first two, right? I think she started the third and then left, and then she went to go do Star, Star Wars, Wars. 13, and then that fell through. It wasn't then, thirteen oh thirteen. She did the other thing. She did oh, okay. the the yeah anyway. And then she whatever she's working on now is like insanely huge, right? Yeah, because she's still amazing at what she does. And but uh, I don't know, like oh the the composer of uncharted, like, like, yeah, the composer of uncharted four was Henry Jackman. The last thing he did was the Falcon and Winter Soldier. He could have done it, <laughs> like I don't think the movie had partic- that show had particularly good music. I thought though. it was it pretty was good. it felt fine. it felt in 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 uh, tune with the, the but theme. It, with the theme, right? He also did the Golden Circle, Kingsman, the Jumanji movies. The Predator, which was actually pretty good. I like the music in that movie. Uh, the do you Predator? Mean the, no, the, the Predator or Predators? Predators the the Predator. Good. The Predator. The Predator was not good. No, the no, music was, was good. <laughs> the movie oh, was bad. Was it? Yeah. Wasn't it the, wasn't the, the, the horribleness of the movie the distracted from me from the music. <laughs> Shane Black generally has good music in his movies, but no one can pay attention because the movies are I think Shane Black's movies are known for their music. They're known no. for their dialogue. No. That, yeah... Sometimes he's um, also only directed like four movies. Yeah. Has he? It's only been four. Oh, well, yeah, because he didn't direct like *Lethal Weapon* and *The Last Boy Scout*. That's right? true. Richard Donner That's true. did *Lethal Weapon* one and two, and I don't remember who did *The Last Boy Scout*. I don't think it was Richard Donner though. Hmm. Anyway, that's *Uncharted*. I didn't like it. I know a bunch of people that enjoyed it. I thought it was. Uh... I didn't it's need to certified. go to theaters. It's one of those movies. That's like certified fine. It's like, fine. You just, big, you just put a big stamp on it. That's great. Will I buy it? The, the biggest question is: Will I buy it on Blu-ray? I will buy it on sale. <laughs> that I bought the Green Lantern, the Ryan Reynolds movie, because it came with a skin for Batman: Arkham City. I think. Yep. That's the only reason. So, like, there are movies I will buy that are bad. That's fair. Or okay. And you know as what? long as you're properly incentivized. I would, right. I would buy this one if it came with like a cool figure or something. Right? Like, like, a, like a, you know, like one of these. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to spend $30 on a piece of plastic this big. Yeah. And then Get that because it comes with there. this thing that technically costs. Like $30. I'm holding out on buying the the dune blu-ray because when dune 2 comes out i want to get a set of them together like i really want to get dune plus what if the sequel was terrible and you're like well now i can't watch no i don't think it will happen i've never seen never done a sequel he's he's also never done a bad movie yeah yeah, let's find out um any other thoughts about uncharted any other questions about uncharted (laughs) Do you guys have any questions for me about Uncharted? Uh, one thing. Um, the D-Box seats has- were not worth it. If that if that was your question, that you wasn't my question. Yeah, but I went. Uh, but I got. I got. Oh, you got upgraded. I got upgraded okay. to the D-Box. Okay. Okay. Has it made enough money uh, at the box office to warrant no. any sort of consideration no, for a sequel? Yes, Uncharted has been the top um, top movie for the past month. But that that being said, it is a slow month. Uh, they've mm-hmm. said is yeah. that February it's also a short month, month right yeah. that's true but there's nothing coming out 
Well, no, Batman, Batman. is, Batman Batman is, is going to destroy it. Batman is the only thing that's going to knock There's it off. There's probably a reason they put Uncharted out in between Spider-Man and Batman, dude. Because they <laughs> knew it was like, it's like, well, this is our only shot for this movie to make any money. That's fair. And after because the Batman, hype of Spider-Man, right? Batman, this could be the worst Batman movie ever. I bet it's not. It looks real good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's going to make a billion dollars. I'll let yeah. you know when I see it. I'm going to go see it this week. Um, I don't want to go outside. I understand, but I want to see Batman. And this I, is the one. This is the one you risk it. And I hope. Like, do whatever. And, do whatever you gotta do. Wear wear a wear a hazmat suit. But here's the thing. The here's the thing. I wear I wear two masks, right? Yeah. It's a f- three and a half hour movie. Three hour. No. Three, three hours. Just no. Three. It's not three and a half. Right. Jesus. But if so, like I have to skip all the commercials and stuff yeah. before in the trailers and everything. No, that's and true. Just sit through that. Three and, and, then... and a half hours. And it's like who directed it? Ken Burns. <laughs> Brent is asking me if at the end of Uncharted, if it becomes charted. And no. you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. It is not. It is still uncharted by the end of it. <laughs> sort of. Um. He could be in this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> he no. Brent. Brent is like. He can't talk. He's done. He got dental work. Oh, oh so, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah, can't. he could. Uh, he could. <laughs> he could use a robot voice. I don't think we want him to. I want him to go to bed. I he needs to get some sleep and you know heal. That's what you need to do, Brent. But I like that you're here chatting with us. Um, yeah, but pop a couple more perks before. You yeah, do. get a get a couple more of those T threes in you. Just uh, a little to take the edge off. All right, let's. This um, podcast doesn't endure abusing drugs, right? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, no, no. Um, let's go to the games. Let's start with uh, Lost Ark. Dave, give us a. Mm. Let us know about this video game that came out originally in God knows 2019. Lost I think. Ark is an isometric 2.5D fantasy MMORPG, <laughs> which is a lot of things to say that it it oh, plays Markula. like it plays like Diablo. Which I'll get to. I'll get to that. What it actually plays like, but um, is in like the shell of a Warcraft game. Like, sorry, Warcraft World of Warcraft. It's it's got you know it's got guilds. It's got all the stuff you expect from an MMO. But when you when you click around, it's like Diablo, right? It's isometric. It's you know, it's not behind the camera. It's not that. The funny thing is, it is a third person camera. But there's a difference between how we do. So it's you know. It's on an angle. It's not. It's not behind the character like the newer Resident Evils and stuff. Um, it's co-developed by Tripod Studios and Smilegate RPG, which is a division of Smilegate. I don't know why they need the different. Anyway, uh, it was originally released in South Korea in 2019, and it's now just come to North America, South America, Europe. Uh, that came out on February 11th. Uh, it's being published by Amazon Games, so you know it's got that quality big box brand seal of approval just like what was the one that came out that everybody stopped playing immediately uh, what was it called uh, I, uh, new world. world new world New world. oh that's new it world. new arc lost world lost arc oh new world um that already new world amazingly <laughs> within 24 hours of release it became the second most played game on steam of all time that's crazy in concurrent, in concurrent player count. People have really been anticipating this game, and I don't know why, because with the VPN, you could have been playing on the Russian, well, I guess not now, uh, <laughs> uh, or on the, uh, on the, on the, Korean. the Korean servers. Yeah. And I know people, I know somebody who played it for like two years on, on uh, VPN, and he's like obsessed with it. Um, the game seems like a great idea, because you're like, ooh, ooh, that sounds great, because like, Diablo is very popular, hmm? MMOs are very, like World of Warcraft is very popular, get all that stuff together. If only that's how it played. 
Um, do you just want me to read what I wrote, Eric? Yes. Yeah. yeah, just okay. keep going, and I will. I will okay. pop. Okay. I've, Hawk, if you have any questions during any of this, okay. just pop in. Just jump in. Just jump in at any time, because I will also help oh, and answer. Okay. Actually, because I just have to let my dogs out. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I will. So, I will. Lost Ark has everything you expect from a modern MMO. It's got guilds, harvesting, crafting, yep, yep. strongholds. I played 15 hours of this game. I played an hour and a half. An hour. Yeah. Uh, my brother Harcraft only made it 44 minutes. Um, in that time, I did not finish the main story, um, which could be a good thing to some people because it's got a long story if it interests you. Did not interest me at all. In fact, the people who I've known who've been playing this game for two years told me to get through it as quickly as possible. Hey, Steve's coming here. Hold on one second. Oh, wild Steve has appeared. Wow, I I am honored by the intro music. That's good. Steve, uh, when was the last time you were on a podcast? Um, uh, 26, 2016. That's not true, because I started on this podcast in 2019. Yeah, but time time flows differently where I'm where I'm at. Oh, uh, you're in inverted time, like in Tenant. Well, this is the reason why I I, I don't believe in Cam. I still haven't seen Tenant. <laughs> actually, I liked it, Eric. I liked it. Now that I sort of understand how it works, it gave me a lot of ideas for D and D, actually. And uh, and you know, I will also uh, second that, which is weird. So yeah, I also liked it, Eric. So I, take that how you will. I don't even have your social on on the, on, in the, in the setup. What's social. Steve's not social. <laughs> yeah. I, I normally would have like at least a name or something, right? That's it's how fine. Long, that's how long it's been. Yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah, you've done a lot of work uh, on the layout since, and I still don't have a working cam, so it's hilarious. Um, sorry, guys, I, I just, I completely passed out. And, no worries, man. But good to see you. Good seeing you. What a great, what a great intro. Just like fucking come in like Kramer. In I forgot that you don't have a walk. So now you're on the stream as a little cat eye. That That's fine. Is that, oh, that, I've been wondering what that is for like three years. Are you serious? Is, you the Cheshire, is it the Cheshire cat? No, no, it's the, it's Professor Genki from Saints Row 3. I've never played a Saints Row game. I oh, did not know what that was from either, to be honest. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, there's like this ridiculous like uh, uh, Japanese uh death game show that you can take part in um and there's like this anime mascot character who's like professor genki and it's it's just ridiculous it's just yeah it looks like a yeah whatever i i really dug that game uh whatever five years ago and um i just thought the cat was sort of creepy and uh would make a good uh icon so i i really like that the podcast was like we were we were you know getting the train going and then another train from no tracks <laughs> I told hi, Steve hi, that we were hi. talking about um, Lost Ark. I was like, just come uh, on and talk about it. Steve's played more than most of us, I think, maybe. How long have you played Possibly. Lost Ark for? 30 hours about. You're so at 50. Twice, twice yeah. when I played. Yeah, so, yeah. so Dave was saying that he, he gave the rundown about the isometric play. and um, cool. It's an MMO. It's RPG. A, and you're cool. talking about you were just talking about the gameplay right now though right or the controls okay. i can't remember so well oh yeah so <clears throat> the game it's presented through mostly the story i was actually getting to the story so the story is presented through on your first playthrough mostly unskippable cutscenes um which to their credit are all fully voiced i'm gonna like, i'm gonna jump in here because i played an hour and a bit of this game and i had no idea what was going on from that hour in the story and I would I, I will That's explain fair. why now, which is not a good excuse, but <laughs> your character is like a sub special hero 
sort of like it's sort of like Dragon Age Origins, where it's like, oh, you're going to be special because you're the last of something or whatever. Oh, like a tarnish or a guardian. Um, ah. Here's here's the problem. Since in this version of the game, you don't get to play your class origin because they got rid of that for the Western release. You just show up your level one, I think, but you already have your specialty. Like, yep. like it's sort of you're sp- like you pick. There's a bunch of classes that I can run down. Like I had but- like four or five specials, like just off the get go when I made my bard so like if you pick a class then you get a subclass you have to pick a subclass and normally you would play through like your first your intro thing and then pick your subclass at the end it's like oh you're a warrior this is how warriors play and then do all the stuff the game just goes here's your stuff get the fuck out (laughs) fuck out go play the game and then you start the story so you don't have the you don't feel any ties to your character or the world even if you're paying attention to the story i know a lot of people like are interested in stuff but it's it it just throws you in yeah yeah I agree. um and then spends all of its time trying to tell you how the thing like the different systems in the game work so uh so in that in my game when i played it i think the the most time i spent in the game was trying to figure out why i couldn't make my character a male instead of a female <laughs> yeah, so the, there was the, a long the time mage, i was just sitting there it's like what the fuck no, is going on yeah the mage class the subclasses are bard and sorceress which apparently means you can only be a woman yeah the the gunner class uh, the gunner main class has four subclasses one is female exclusive the other are male exclusive and one and is it is it one a dante class <laughs> yes so I, mean, I, I i made a um i think they're called dead eye yeah and it's basically Dead Dante Ice. from Devil May Cry. In fact, I literally just changed my hair type, and the default settings already looked like Dante. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Um, there's a lot of stuff in this game that's just lifted, which isn't a bad th- like like good. One artist. of the characters looks like Ryu, exactly yeah. like him. I mean, the fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you play the music in the game. Artists, yeah. Some of the music is very clearly from Zelda, like yeah, just yeah. straight up from Zelda. Which like it, it's not a bad thing. Like this game wears yeah, its influence. I I wouldn't even call them influences, but like you know the line, like the the phrase that a good artist steals a great. Or sorry, a good artist borrows a great artist steals. Yeah, and that's basically yeah. what this game is. They tried to steal. Like we're gonna steal the gameplay of Diablo three. We're gonna steal you know the guild systems and stuff from whatever MMOs. We're gonna bring in all these characters from whatever. Um, even there's something. Um, there's NPCs in the game that you meet. And in the midst of just hitting G constantly, because that's the button to forward everything. Yeah. It's just hitting you just sitting here hitting G for 15 hours, which is basically what I did. Yep. Um, hit G to go. Hit G to hit, G, hit, hit like to complete your quest, pick up the quest. You there's these NPCs where you can build rapport with. Well, that, that sounds actually like a unique thing. Well, Dragon Age has that, right? Dragon Age Origins. You can build up your approval, I think it is. And mm-hmm. then you can romance certain characters or you, you know, you become friends. And that actually in Dragon Age, it has the higher your approval, the better you get like bonuses from these characters. I don't know how it works in this game, but there's like items locked behind it. But all you do to build your rapport is give them stuff. You just yeah. throw items at the gifts at these people and it builds your rapport. So it's like it's it, it's a grindy game. Um, yeah, yeah. But after 15 hours where I hadn't beat the story, I hadn't leveled my character up all the way, which is fine. Like that's normal. I wasn't pl- like as far as I can tell. This is not a video game where you fight monsters like Diablo. Diablo's gameplay loop is you go out and kill monsters and you get loot and you level up. You get experience from that. This game does not reward you for killing the bad guys because you don't get, you get almost no experience for going out and just fighting mobs. You get experience from hitting G talking to players or to, to NPCs. 
most of the quests I've done are talk to an NPC, yep. go talk to another NPC, bring the item you got from that NPC back to that other NPC and hit G. Sometimes they're in the same city, which I have complaints about because in an MMO, so in Diablo, like there's the size of the map and the size of the map is the size of the map because you're only going to have maybe eight players in it. In this game, because you can have 100 players in a hub area because it's an MMO, it's much larger. So I'm literally just walking from place to place, hitting G, leveling up. Yeah. Damn, I yeah, came back and Hawk walked away. Ouch. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Damn. So, so, <laughs> so the, the story is supposed to be you and the other heroes. Because it's not just you. Like in Diablo, you're the Nephilim and there's only you. In this game, it's supposed to be you. They say in the trailer, you and the other heroes, basically. <laughs> uh, you need to find the five lost darks to stop the demon lord guy and save the world. Uh, the problem I have with that is you basically can't play the game together, at least to start, at least in the 15 hours I played. Um, Didn't we Diablo, play together for a bit? Oh. In Diablo, it's a totally co-op experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like Eric jumps in my game, we go go do some quests. We play through the game, we get loot, we, you know, we just keep grinding, we finish that difficulty, we go to the next difficulty, we play it again. Go do some riffs or whatever. That's how Diablo works. Yeah. That's how Diablo's worked for a long time. Pretty good system. Uh, Path of Exile basically just ripped it off and it works really well. Games like WoW and The Old Republic, which are MMOs, I'm pretty familiar with The Old Republic because I played it quite a bit. They let you play your character story with other players. So if Hawk comes in and I'm playing a Jedi Knight in that game and Eric's playing a soldier and I'm playing a, a, a console or whatever, we can all go play. We can watch my character story all together and we can play the bigger story of the world together, mm -hmm. which is one of the cool selling things about that game. Fortunately, it still plays like an MMO. This game goes... Oh, you want to play with your friends? No. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so I can't, sh unlike other MMOs, I can't share quests with my friends, even though we're at the same level in the same area, working on the same stuff. That's a little weird. Can I tell you about a huge problem? New World does you the exact same thing, and it's you terrible. Can't complete, you can't complete quests together in most, unless it's killing a monster, it doesn't count. If it's okay. go touch that button, it doesn't count if Eric does it. Like in Diablo, if I go and talk yes, to someone and we have the true. same quest, it'll complete. This game does not do that. Yeah, no. Okay, actually, I, I just want to jump in here. Yeah, no, everything David has said is extremely on point and I wouldn't change anything. Um, this is true. You cannot officially play together. It is, it is strange. It is weird, though, because if you happen to all have your own quests aligned, like this is something you'd have to do manually, right? Which like we did. Just, Eric and I did have that. To do. Sometimes some things count. Yes. And other times they don't. I had to so redo. Not, yeah, exactly. Not, I had to redo yeah, one as, of those as missions. As far as I can tell, it's just killing mobs. If it's like right, kill right. six bandits, it'll be the six bandits. But if it's yeah. like a, a mission I did with my friend Vintage, um, it was, I kid you not, kill the bandits and then burn their supplies, which makes <laughs> no sense because you've already killed the bandits, just take the supplies. Yeah. Right. So you burn the supplies. We could kill. He killed the bandits. I didn't have to do that part. He burned the supplies. We have to do that separately. Yeah. 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 We're in the same he, party. We're yes. in the same channel, yeah. like they call them channels. We're in the same instance. Yeah, doesn't count. Yeah. But if I go play Star Wars or World of Warcraft, that stuff counts as a party. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's weird, and I don't know the history of the development cycle of this game. And I agree with everything that David said that this is this is a game that takes liberally from a lot of sources. And I will say, it does those things well because you can steal things from a lot of other games and and oh, totally yeah. fuck it up. But this game does it to a very nice degree, but it ends up sort of <laughs> having a very weird identity because it's tons of stuff that's mashed together and it's kind of familiar, but uh, uh, 
uh, anyway, anyway, sorry. Go, I don't want to. I don't want to break your stride, David. Keep going. That's okay. So the weirdest thing I find is that it literally will disband your party for certain yeah. quests. Yeah, yeah. yeah where true. like Eric and I were playing together, and then there's a part where it's like, oh, literally, just fight five bad guys. It takes thirty seconds, and then go down a slide. It's a it's a slide. Yeah, yeah. And I it remember that, separated yeah. us, and then I think we actually stayed in party after. Yeah, and I but had to redo lines. it. That's luck, though. But I had sense. to rejoin his channel after. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah, separated yeah. our instances. And then I know playing with Vintage, there's certain um, dungeons you do. I, yeah. forget, I think they call Those them Those are shared. Yeah. Some are shared, but there's some that are that are story-based that it will separate you, and you have to do them alone. This yeah, is yeah, making yeah. you want to play this for Hawk, right? Right. <laughs> so and so here's the thing. I was going to bring up something. The Star Wars The Republic, I think it's second expansion did this where they went it's an mmo you've played this whole game with your friends you can play the entire game together here's a storyline that works for either side but you have to play it by yourself and the community went are you insane this is an mmo why are you what are you talking we play this game as a group mm -hmm. and they go well it's just it's like no 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 this is a group play game why would you make me play it by myself yeah, it completely detracts. That, like, imagine if you did a strike in Destiny, but you have to do it. No, by no, yourself. no. They do that, and I fucking hated mm -hmm. it. Like in Destiny too. Yeah, like yeah, we would yeah, play the whole game together, and then ever so often would be like a mission where you'd be like, no. "You have to do this by yourself." I'm like, "Why? Why do I have to do this by myself?" And I, I hated think it. Should be optional to do alone, but nothing yeah. should ever be. That's the point of playing games with friends. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just want to jump in here, and yeah, like like Eric said, I mean, especially in Destiny, where you're you're playing. Uh, together it's designed that way and then suddenly you get like separated mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense i feel like that this game i don't know that it was ever really meant to be like a proper co-op and the reason i say this is because all this stuff that you're talking about um is still the tutorial phase which which sucks like that was the thing and i was I've, gonna say i've been playing 15 hours i've been playing <laughs> 30 okay so i had one thing i was gonna say about lost art so here's here's your patented thief style <laughs> podcast and then i'll go away <laughs> for two months so uh you guys remember like robot chicken right and they did that star wars you know thing and they had that whole gag where like the emperor like lands at the uh, death star and like his day just gets worse and worse like he loses his luggage and can't figure <laughs> where to go and yeah. so at the very end of it he's like sitting in his in his space chair and he's like oh my god this is bolted to the ground why would i why would i why would they build, a, build a, a, a thing like this and then there's like an air vent like right above him and it's like blowing straight down and he's like <laughs> okay okay you there use your your, your staff of raw and, and try to you know like shut that right and then it, then it basically explodes on him and just starts shooting air like really really hard anyway the reason i bring this up is he goes <clears throat> Uh, could this day get any worse? And then he like puts his arms up and he says, I said ironically, so I think we're okay. And then it cuts to him like falling <laughs> in two pieces at the bottom of uh, the, uh, the reactor. <laughs> anyway, so I've been making the ironic, you know, could this get any worse jokes ever since that? And the last time I did it was I said, well, Mortal Kombat 2021 could not possibly Brent's favorite, favorite movie Kombat of the year. Marriage. I know. It's not I know. his favorite movie, but you know, I like I know. to bug him about it. Well, well, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not bugging him specifically about it. I'm just saying, from my own personal experience, I made that ironic, ironic, uh, you know, shoulder thing. I said, "There's no way Mortal Kombat 2021 could be worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation." And so now I've been. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> I summoned. Oh, oh. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> he heard you so, talking about Mortal Kombat no. and decided to defend himself. So, the one thing I was going to say about I got art, ears, man. Look. <laughs> I got not, ears, man. I'm not talking about Mortal Kombat. I'm talking about me <laughs> making ironic statements. So, when I started playing Lost Ark, I was like, there's no way the tutorial could be longer than... What was that? That... Um, Final Fantasy game that had like a 10 hour tutorial. I Final Fantasy Final 15. 15, yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah. every Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Not that's not true. I'm playing but, Final Fantasy run, one right now. There is no tutorial. But 15 is infamous because it does literally put you through a 10 hour tutorial system to learn the combat, right? I'm My perspective on Lost Ark is it's a 40 to 50 hour tutorial. It's not actually meant to be a co op game because the end game. Like, like what we've been, what Dave has been discussing is like, what is the game? I here? haven't even, yeah, I haven't even got yeah. to the part where like, I never got to the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not there yet. I can start it. I'm kind of able to see it. And I have a couple friends who really, really dig this type of game. But this is not, it's not Diablo. It's closer to Path of Exile. And even then, Path of Exile might have a more compelling, like single or co-op element. That's not as vital to Lost Ark. Lost Ark is, I don't know what it is up until the end game, but the end game is where you have this really expansive system of uh, power, uh, skills, and you get to really craft like a kick-ass character that is meant to take on like really tough dungeons. That sounds terrible. <laughs> well, it's, it's, not, wor it's not worth 50 hours. Yeah. Worth 50 hours. There's some people who really, really like this type of like highly sophisticated you know, like pattern of, of, uh, what, 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 what he, Hawk said, well, no, you say it, Hawk, you, you say, say it, it words. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we air out grievances. It's the of podcast. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people and you're all going to hear about them. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's what the game is. It's, it's a, it's a really complex character builder which allows you to build these really interesting, like, you know, builds that allow you to, like, buff your teammates. And it's also a very proactive game. Like, unlike, say, like, WoW, like, when we're talking about classes, there's no, like, healer class, per se, that will cancel out, like, damage. You have to always be putting in positive things ahead of time, anticipating movement. Everything in the game is also very fair in terms of damage. Like, the game punishes you if you don't play perfectly, mm. and you have to be proactive with all your abilities. So it's a different kind of challenge, right? But like it's not Steve. Yeah. yeah. What for for like a person like myself? What would keep me in the game long enough to get to that point? Like, is there? It's, I can't. Say. Yeah. That's can't the say. thing. So it's such a weird. So first of all, to call it an MMO is kind of a disservice yeah. because yeah. because it shouldn't be an MMO. It just shouldn't have that part to it. It it's something that's trying to convince people to get into it and i think that's what a lot of this is this game to me feels like a bait and switch where they there's this really cool complex game at the end of the tunnel like and i would actually like to i would compare this to crusader kings um because i've been playing a lot of crusader kings and after 300 hours i finally feel fairly proficient in the game <laughs> The difference is you can start playing Crusader Kings and not be proficient and still have yeah, fun. Yeah, you'll still enjoy it. Yeah. You'll still have fun. As, and, and here's the thing. You can play with your friends. You can play with a hundred of your friends in Crusader Kings if you want. Wow. You know what you can't do in this game? You can't play with two of your friends. Yeah, it's it's weird. The, no, the co-op is weird. Game, I, can't play with two. Uh, I, don't, I don't really understand like what its purpose is, but I feel like that's probably a difference between four and like... 
I don't know, maybe in Korea they build games that way, you know? Like, that, that's one of those things where I can't hold it too much against it because we expect certain levels of co-op to really enjoy ourselves, and this is, this is not it. It's only at the end game when you're making the super powerful characters, then you need parties which are designed to work together to take on uh, increasingly more difficult challenges. You so know, I would love to see what Richard, like Richard play has also played this game for like 50 plus oh yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. So he's got an end game character then. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I wonder, cause I don't know. Well, I, I couldn't, I'm, after that first hour, it's just like, there's no, nothing for you. me to want to come back and play this game. Like, no, I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you at all. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say, uh, I, I have two friends who, for whatever reason, they really dig it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to wait until I get to the end game. It's not totally my kind of game, but I'm willing because they're willing to push me to get to that point. So I'll, I'll stream something for you guys later and I can give you a better opinion when I reach it. But yeah, um, I, I shot myself in the foot when I made that Final Fantasy joke because, yeah, holy crap. I don't know when I'm going to get to the end. Uh, I'm so, getting there. They're forcing me. Sorry, so I, I apologize, Eric. Taking, I didn't know that was going to happen. When that's I okay. Did that's that. okay, man. That's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm literally taking marketing classes right now as a part of my program. Um, and what I wonder is, what is this game trying? What so when you market something, you're trying to fill a need, right? And the whole point is like when people have money, basically, and and you turn needs into wants. What the fuck? What are they? What? How are they trying to market this game? What is their long term strategy for making money on this game? Or is it actually just, well, people will buy a bunch of stuff, like they'll buy packs, and then after 20 hours, they go, why the fuck am I still just hitting G? I'm not playing the game. Like, I'm not playing. Yeah. It, I make for 15 hours, I had fun doing two dungeons with my friend, and I went, why don't we just play? Like, I don't want to install the Blizzard launcher, but I went, and he, oh, he, he was the one who was like, I don't know, I really like this game. Dave, you're being real negative. And I was being super hard on it. And then he flipped around. He's like, no, this game's shit. I'm done with it. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> no, that was he awesome. put like 30 hours into it. I feel and, like and I was like I your was brother. <laughs> no, no, that was that was vintage. No, man, I I feel like I played the game like your brother did. We're just sitting here like, I don't see a point at this game. <laughs> the the thing, so there's so many different things. Like, I wonder, okay, if the goal is to get people to play for 50 hours, if you play the game for 50 hours, yeah, you'll probably play for more. At what point does that person invest money? And at what point does Amazon make money? Because that's what this is, right? This is to make the money. This wasn't Amazon going, well, let's give you a really fun game to play, guys. No, here, they want to make money. Here's the thing. So like I was saying, I have two friends who are really into it. Um, and one of them is like huge in the path of exile. Okay. Like he, that was his, that was his jam. Um, he's already spent money on it because he knew how much he enjoyed it. So I do think it's a, it's the, what do you spend money on in this game? What do you buy? You, you can it's buy a pass and stuff you can, like that. You, you can get. bring stuff that will like generate uh faster leveling and some like efficiencies in the game. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's very minor things, but there's a lot of things that can like it, it basically speed up your, your uh, end game um, journey with multiple characters because think about this you got to level up each guy to end game right <laughs> so you guys are just playing one character for for an hour can you imagine right doing this, it for six characters this right? reminds me of destiny oh. like there was a point when i used to play all three classes and then and then yeah. i got to a point where me and hawk were playing and i was like this grind is just not worth it anymore like we yeah, played no. destiny 2 the longest out of anyone i can think of yeah, um, the thing is there like a pass for that as well? Like in, in where you're online, there's like, you know, like you can buy like. Yes. Yeah, so, so it went free. Uh, 
either premium. a year or two ago and then they started yeah, doing the the season passes where you can get stuff as the season okay. goes on so that's what they've been doing for money and you know that's good for whatever it takes i, I just can't do that grind it just doesn't seem like it's worth it my time anymore i, I just don't want to <laughs> I, no, I think- especially when you don't have like a good core group of people that you're playing with in that, then you're locked behind. You're locked out of like some. We of the best had stuff a good core. It was just me. And we you. did. <laughs> yes, it was us. It was us. And that, you know that does not make up like a raid party in that. Yeah, that's not even a strike team. No, no, we needed one more. No. We needed a, a what was it? A Titan. That's the one we needed. Yeah. A Titan. We needed a Titan. That was I, me. I, that was you for, one. Yeah. I was yeah. the Titan intestine. Yeah. I can't even remember what Steve played. I think he was a hunter. Warlock. Warlock? Was sure he? He was a warlock. Yeah. Space yeah. magic, no, 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 my friend. No, I was, yeah. I was a hunter or, oh. or I was I was no, hunter I was from the beginning. I was the worst warlock. I, I couldn't I you couldn't, couldn't aim your, your noble bombs. I couldn't I couldn't aim crap as a warlock, so no. So so okay so we have we have Brent here and I think he wants to defend uh, Lost Ark Lost Ark or or Mortal oh, Kombat. God, God, I, could, I could give two shits about Lost Ark or the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm here because I waited three goddamn years for Elden Ring, and if you think I'm well, staying fucking quiet when yeah, we talk, about all right. Well, yeah. well, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's start with the Hawk. Hawk, Hawk do your wait. Anyone have any final yeah. things about Lost Ark? I'm not playing this game. I installed. I want to. I want to say one thing real quick. It's about game design. Mm-hmm. So. A game, so whatever the activity you're rewarded for in a game, that is the gameplay loop. Yeah. You play Dungeons and Dragons, killing monsters gets you XP, level up your character, that's the reward. In Lost Ark, for the first 15 hours, the gameplay loop was hitting G. Yep. Presumably for the next 15 to 20 more hours, it's going to be hitting G. If yep. you can get through that, whatever the gameplay loop is after that, if you like that part and you can stand those first 30 hours of, and I mean, like, I'm not just like, I'm, I'm not listening to everything they're saying. I'm trying to speed run the fucking game. Yes. If you can get through that and that's what you're interested in, go play that. Otherwise, if you want a game like this, genuinely go play Path of Exile. It was not worth it for me. No. Yeah, that's very fair. I agree with you. Though. I, I will say that uh, even in the first uh, 10 hours when you get around that Ten area, hours. You, you can actually, you actually do get to, okay, what David was saying is, is very relevant about how they skip the class creation part. Uh, I don't know if that would have helped because it would have extended the game even more. It would have given me but some story, which might have made me interested. I think it might have provided a little bit more uh, understanding of what you were doing with the powers. Because when you just sort of start with powers and you're just kind of mucking around with them, it's like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. I, you know, it's, it's nice to have. But you actually do gain the ability to uh, adjust your power builds. And this is where the game, the real game comes in. Is like There's a lot of ways you can manipulate your abilities. You can have totally different abilities. You can adjust. Right, but none of that is gameplay loop. No, no. But my point is... How how far do you have to go in the game before you do that? You guys may have already unlocked a little bit of it and didn't realize it. Okay. No, I'm like, getting like daily things that are like, this is going to affect that, but I have to collect 20 of them before I get to level no, no. one of it. No, no, that's no, no. There's still already like skill points and things which unlock like that's this is the thing. I don't I'm think talking about skill points. It's a different thing I get every day when I log in. Oh, OK, well, regardless, it's like an aura or something like that. I, I can't speak to the end game loop because I'm not there. But if it's a type, if you like Path of Exile and it's it, intense web of, you know, stat construction and combat combo creation and that type of stuff really turns you on like i don't know what to call that okay because it's mm-hmm. it's in a lot of games like class building 
class building, but like really, really overly complex. I'll just say it <laughs> overly complex. And you just want to just get that, mm, that awesome build, right? That's this type of game, but I can't speak to the end game loop and I will, I will report back later, but yes, I press G to win. Press yeah. G to win for the first 30 yeah. hours. That's what that's I call That's how I game. gained all, I'm like level 25 and that's how I gained all but like two levels was just pressing G. Did Hawk freeze or is he just very still? Oh, he's no, very he's, still. He's, he's stoic. I, I gotta be honest, like when I played Destiny 2, I, at least the last couple of years, we did very, very minute um, class like builds, right? We would build, we would search for perfect gun with the perfect stats and then put the perfect mods on do the same thing with the all the armor and then the armor classes and then the the super classes and then now you can also augment the supers so at least the last time me and hawk were playing we were doing pretty like intense builds and pretty sure. like like yeah. searching for the the proper things and then getting them and i feel like that grind was hard but worth it and when i anything i played in lost ark just felt like no, but with Lost Ark, you get you get a lot more pieces, and it's mm -hmm. not it, in some respects it's grindy, in other respects it's not. Because by the yeah. time you reach level, like let's say level thirty in the in the character, and the characters go to level fifty, okay, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things you can manipulate uh, behind the scenes. Like there's a huge amount that you can, and and they allow you to do free resets too. So the game is not super punishing. It 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 asks you to experiment uh, in certain tiers of mm -hmm. development. So anyway, like getting to that point in Destiny was fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's yeah, sooner getting too. To the point in Lost Ark, I can't, like I'm I'm asking no, my friend, you guys are having fun. I'm like yeah, I'm having fun. I'm like, how, what are you having fun in this game? You're not doing anything. <laughs> that, like, that, like I said, I really this is a yeah. game for certain types of people. It's yeah. not for everybody. Is this like um, I had a friend that played Diablo with spreadsheets. Is this a game for yeah. him? Oh yeah, yeah. You need you need databases and spreadsheets for this game. Okay, not, definitely not for me. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's why I keep saying Path of Exiles. I'm not sure. I didn't play. It I never played it. That my friends did, but you need spreadsheets for that game. So that's what I mean when I say Path I, of Exile. This goes back to what I'm talking about, though. Like, I, how is that your market? How is that you're like Some we need the like most? It. Right, like but it. that's not a lot of people. It's enough. It's enough because it's, it is a lot of people. Like it was the most okay. played game on but, Steam. I mean, all, I mean, the majority of us seem to not like this idea, but we've been talking about it for thirty-eight minutes. Let me let me just look. That is fair. <laughs> well, I want to give a good listen, segue. I kept getting interrupted. I was trying to explain everything about this game, and I kept getting interrupted. We so. are very passionate about how much we dislike this I, game. At least me. No, look, I I don't know whether I like it or not. I'm being honest. It's funny because I we'll see when I get there. I I asked you like the first day came out i yeah. saw my whole steam list playing it mm -hmm. and i was like who am i gonna trust enough to be like is this game <laughs> yeah. good and i messaged you steve because i saw you playing for like 24 hours straight or something um oh, it felt like that no. at least well i, I, I went that. to bed you were playing yeah. i woke up and you were playing yeah. so i was like i don't know maybe yeah. still so what did i say what did i say <laughs> i you said i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i've been playing for for like yep. i think you you yep. said 15 or 20 hours at the morning you're like i yep. just don't know what this game is yet and i was yeah, like ask me okay. next week yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like ask me later i was like okay imagine yeah. imagine breaking bad got good after season three okay <laughs> look look okay, imagine look, it took that long for it to get interesting okay okay, wow. okay let me okay just just to reel it back in it's not a game for everybody <laughs> But as a nice segue for Brent, I'm going to say this. It's um, not a game to start. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think, we broke I Dave. Think, I think what I'm going to say is true. There, when when Demon Souls first came out, I'm pretty sure there were a lot of people who said, "What the fuck is this game? It is so I was one of utterly brutal." 
right? Mm-hmm. It's so brutal. Now, I'm not comparing this to that. I'm just comparing an aspect of Demon Souls. Demon Souls now, we appreciate the fairness of it, the difficulty of it, and people are up for that that type of challenge. So, and so I'm you're not calling saying, Lost genre creating. No, I'm calling it's it genre. I'm calling this it, is a genre bender. <laughs> no, I'm calling Lost Ark. It, it 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 already exists in the form of Path of Exile and like top tier like Diablo three spreadsheet guys. Okay, like there is a market for these people. It's not for us. Okay, I don't think any of us right now are going to be like, yeah, that's my jam. But mm. there are some people out there who really like that type of gameplay. They I really feel like want you're talking, but what digits. you're trying to Wait. talk about is the difference between like, I'm just going to get a degree and like, I'm going to get a PhD because I want it. Like, but like, some people like that. Yeah, level. some people like, are like want, that though. They want to treat I, I, their I games. Understand, like I, under, I understand yeah. that they like that. What I don't understand is why you don't play the that game. Why don't like, I understand that there is that gameplay loop later, right? <laughs> but you don't get to do that to start. That's not how you're brought into the the ecosystem. You're literally just pressing G. Well, I agree. But yeah. You're right, but I would also I, say, I, go ahead, Brent. No, I, I, I dis I disagree with your your comparison to. <laughs> I, I understand what your comparison to Demon Souls is like. I get the point you're trying to make with that, but I disagree with it because I think what Demon Souls and what From Software did with those games was reintroduce an old style of game to a yeah. new audience and created a new true. audience whereas mm-hmm. with Remember lost ark from hard. what i'm hearing is lost ark is about narrowing its audience and really fine-tuning it down to a, a finite group of people mm-hmm. it, it's intriguing because I, I would love to yeah. see the first people that played it and then and then see how they why this they decided to stay yeah. for that because no one knew what that later loop well, was right what i i don't know I, like how I those just, first players would that's what i was saying about i don't know the development history of this game because i feel like it, it's similar to like uh say warframe where they just kept adding crap mm-hmm. and just kept getting more and more convoluted and at a certain point it it hit a a very intense niche for a very specific group of people but up until that point it was just kind of expanding and expanding and then yeah and then they give the whole like that like a uh, pile of stuff to us. And we're just like, what is going on here? You know? So I no, I mean, I, I, yeah, Brent, you're right. I'm just trying to say that like for the people, for the very few people who like this kind of game, uh, they're going to enjoy it, but it's, it's not for those, those who, those who like it will love it. Those who don't yeah. won't. And there, and, and I mean, yeah, I think what David's saying is legitimate. That's, like how does this market? Because like, it's so hard. Like the, the it's also not the same thing. It becomes sure. a different yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But but that, at the same time, I'll say those people who love this stuff, they have very few options for this level of of like PhD style like stat chasing, right? And and uh, and that they do spend money on that type of thing. How, I know, just I, how many players I, would would Elden Ring um, push away if the first twenty hours was actually a first person shooter? <laughs> wow You'd be like this is um, not what this is not you what know you- what you <laughs> slap the from software name on it it doesn't matter we will play it we will we will come oh, in droves no. we won't give a shit we okay no, okay okay that's actually that's a good point because that like from software has pedigree these guys don't. yes right yeah. yeah but they have millions of players somehow so yeah. i don't know yeah well, I th- I think the better draw comparison I would make to it is the game that I just finished last week, Eterna Noctis, which is a game that is so brutally punishing in one specific genre that it's really a kind of game that everything I've seen, 99% of the people who play that game quit it. <laughs> and it's a game that, 
that is like for a very specific type of person. If you're not into that specific type of gameplay and that specific difficulty, it's not for you. You're going to bail. So I can see a comparison to Lost yeah. Ark in that. That's uh, fair. I think that's totally, yeah. All right. Anyway. Shall we move on? To, shall we yes. move to, to Elden Ring? To, to the number one most played game on Steam now, by the way. Really? Because oh, Elden Ring two, has been gotten a lot number of one is PC issues, PC but they've they're trying to fix that. Um, Hawk, give yeah. us our intro we're, about Elden Ring. We're, we're the only All ones right. on Twitch on my list right now that aren't listed as playing it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll start with a little preamble. Elden Ring was released on Friday after being first announced at E3 of 2019. Uh, the massive undertaking from From Software was the brainchild of the godfather of Souls games, Hidetako Miyazaki, and fantasy writer George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, like all of Miyazaki's creations from Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1 and 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, the challenge was to enhance the Souls formula. And this time, the idea was to take this action RPG and expand the RPG element. So players now have the freedom of a gigantic map to explore however they choose. No longer does the game lock progress behind boss fights. The player is given the freedom to explore as they wish, and the map created by the game developers takes full advantage of it. Hidden in the landscape are numerous dungeons, encounters with bizarre creatures that you might not even really have to face in order to progress, but will probably want to take on the challenge because... Uh, there's weapons and there's spells and there's storylines of NPCs that do not necessarily play any role in the main storyline, yet they kind of beg to be followed. It's even possible to skip certain boss fights in favor of more exploration of the environment, though if you do this, you better level up because the challenges from the enemies, they grow substantially in every new area. Um, oh, shit. I, I want to say... Oh, I'm funny. sold. Um, the, what I love about um, Miyazaki is that when he approached George R. R. Martin to write the story, or not write for this game, but to write for it this like game. A, he, it was more of a collab, right? Yeah, he made sure that George R. R. Martin only did certain things because... He he let him create the overarching yeah. story, and but then the said, idea, okay, right? now give that now give that to me and let me do my Miyazaki he, magic he, he, um, According to Miyazaki, he said, um, um, Martin wrote text about the world's history about its character and its mythology and that's pretty much it um so they didn't have to wait for him to write a story they just let miyazaki take that and be like go make it better i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad that's true because when i i heard about that collab i was like "Eh, yeah i'd I'd rather miyazaki just had absolute world control i don't really care for the lore stuff so i'm really glad that he approached that way i wish it would have been george rr martin's elden ring the same way everything that says tom clancy's at ubisoft but has fucking nothing to do with tom like like rainbow six extraction that's what i wish they i wish they had just taken one of the unfinished game of thrones books and made that into the game just to piss those people off (sighs) you see that thing this is a this apparently oh he's been billed as a collaboration but even still like the story ideas i still see miyazaki's influence Mm -hmm. coming through hands down yeah i I don't quite see where george r R. martin other than the idea of the elden ring maybe Mm -hmm. but even that felt very miyazaki like having played enough now to like kind of fully develop most of the map and a lot of the world and see what's going on i can see his influences in it because i can see some of the designs being his ideas some of the the 
some of the story plot lines that are going on, I can see being part of his as well. But I think it's it's probably it's easily it's like a, a 20 percent Martin, 80 percent Hiyataki. Like, that's good, fair. Though. That's good. Though, that's I very think. fair. Yeah. Um, uh, neat. Did you we, we talked? What, what do you guys? So the guys who played it, it's me, Hawk and Brent. Uh, Steve, have you played this game yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, the story starts off very mysterious and then it's slowly, at least I haven't played that much because I've, of the other game I'm going to be talking about, but, um, it's slowly developing and I, I, what I enjoy about this story so far is that it's keeping me intrigued without having to straight out do just the main missions. Cause I like exploring and then randomly finding, finding stuff and then finding little bits of story. Um, yeah. Whereas nice. when I played Lost Ark, there was nothing that kept me well, in the story. Like, isn't it interesting that like two, two games that just kind of drop you into the world and one of them's interesting and one of them isn't. Look, look, in, ter- in terms of story, in terms of story. Yeah. Look, if you like hitting, if you like hitting G, you play Lost Ark. You we're talking about story. We're talking about story. So what does it, what does it for me? All I care about story. What does it for me so much with the story with Elden Ring is that it, the game is so expansive and has such freedom that everybody who plays it has their own experience. Mm-hmm. No two people are playing the game the same way. They're not playing in the same order. They're not doing the same things. They're not using the same spells. They're, everyone, every time you play, and I think it's a game where I could play it 30 times and every single time it's a unique experience. And that is a marvel that mm-hmm. they were able to come up with that. So me like, and I watch yeah. all these people streaming it and I don't, feel like i'm getting spoilers because every single person it's like they're playing was, a different game because it's like the opposite of skyrim where everybody always ends up playing a stealth archer yep right like, oh. like that's that's the thing about because i was watching a friend of mine play it and i was like why are you using a two-handed sword in one hand and a shield in the other i'm like and i'm like why is that a thing like it's like well because there's benefits and drawbacks to that and there's nothing in these games like all the souls games like there's no perfect There's way perfect, yeah. to play them yeah. they're so well balanced right mm-hmm. yeah and clearly elden ring is like probably the pinnacle of yeah. that me and hawk were yeah. playing the game at the same point like hours wise in the game and we were both totally different areas and like he was telling me about a cave that he was in. i was like what cave where is this thing and then i went over there and i was like on a beach that he had not gone to and stuff like that it was just like it's so it's weird because eric told me about this helmet and i haven't even found it yet it's located on this beach and that i ended up doing this i don't know yeah i ended up i ended up doing a npc storyline and that totally by accident i found this cave I found this little creature. He was kind of like, have you ever seen those, the rat like kind of looking uh, characters in the game yet, Eric? Oh, no. with the human faces? Like, they yeah. Like fucking gremlins with human faces? Fuck those yeah. guys. Uh, I know. Those and fuck the birds with the scissor legs. Yep. Yep. I found, I found this one guy in a cave and that he was, you know, beaten to a pulp and he was going on about his, you know, how he just wanted to be like, I'm who, so, you know, who liked to sew and that, oh, well, if only I had stayed home and been a sewer like me, mom. I go and complete this dungeon. I ended up beating the boss in it and that. And for some reason, you know, I got the treasure. I couldn't figure out what it was. It was a sewing needle. Went back to him in that. Gave him the sewing needle. And now apparently you can alter garments in the game that you you, you start uh, out with. Yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't even found that. People could have just over told 24 me. hours in. I haven't found that. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Like, um, I, I like, I, I, I really like how the story is not he like shoehorn you yeah. in like i love that. that i i'm over 24 hours in the game i have only done one story mission thus far i've only completed the very first area that they tell you to go to 
I love it. I Where's love, that? I love that. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> just, just the castle. Just oh, okay, like yeah. the, the opening castle. Yeah, yeah. I that's the only main story mission I've done. Other than that, I'm just riding around on my horse. Yeah. Going, What's that? What's that? What's that? Yeah, when, What's that? When you, you were know? streaming it, right, Eric? You were like, they didn't tell me where to go. Yeah, I didn't know what to do, yeah. and I liked it. <laughs> and yeah, then I yeah. started following the light, and I was like, I don't want to do this. And I went, that was. Hard. I suspect yeah. some, maybe some of the best level designers in the world worked on this game mm. because you're guided to things that are happening. It's not just yeah. that the world's populated with things to do, but clearly yeah. they're guiding you to things, and it's whatever catches your eye. Like some games, like they'll just add little touches, like in Uncharted, like ledges that you can carry, that like you can climb onto, will just have a little highlight, yeah. and you just instinctively yeah. start going yeah, yeah, towards yeah, them. It's, it's subtle. That yeah. kind of yeah, the very it's, subtle game design that you don't know you're being pushed towards something, and you guys all went in different directions because you're yeah. all different people. Yeah, and it's and it's not because it pushed you this into is, that direction; it's you were drawn towards yeah. that. It's it's it creates it creates a, a huge curiosity in the player, like you. I, the, one of the first things I did was get on the horse and go around and find all of the map segments that I could so that I could just sit there and look at the map and zoom in and go, what's that little black spot? I wonder if that's something. And then you go mm. and it turns out to be like a 45 minute cave system that you got to go through. And I'm like, holy shit. Uh, like, I, I will say that, um, Dave, you said something to me really, um, something that stuck in my head the, the night I was streaming, like at midnight at one o'clock, you're like, you're very tired and I don't think you're thinking straight in this game because you are just sort of like randomly going around. I was like, you're probably right. Like when I played when I'm awake, I feel like way more in it. But I, this is not a game I can play tired. Like I just no. I, it, it confuses me, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but I just like like oh, despite I, it I, being like these games can be grindy, right? Where it's like, well, I can't beat that boss yet. I kind of go grind up. But there's so there seems to be so much to do that you don't have to grind the same enemies over and over. You actually go grind other quests. The and fact that, that makes it, yes, yeah, it's, it's the perfect it's the perfect game for new people to be introduced into this genre of games because um, you there is no limitation to where you go. So if you're struggling with the main story, go somewhere else. Check something yeah. else out. Level that, up a little bit. I love that. Try it again. It, yeah. There's a million caves to go explore, you know, and that's a weird. The weird thing about it is that, like, yeah, you're not prompted to go in any particular direction. You know, there's nothing even to highlight you to go that direction and that. But the, the thing with can, these games, yeah. But these, the thing with these games is that they always have these amazing vistas and environments and that, you know, and this is you know, now you actually have the opportunity of actually I'm going to ride out to that vista I was looking at. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah. you know, I'm going to the there's a church. Promise. There's a church mm -hmm. in the background in that. I'll, let's just go explore I, that for absolutely no reason. Let's talk about the graphics about that because um, I, I, very I it's very pretty. Um, as as I was saying to Dave when I was playing it the first time, and you were saying um, watching the stream, and Brent, I think we were talking at the same time when we were yeah. both streaming at that time, and we we're like, "This is a gorgeous game," but I, like there there are some. I feel like there are some hindrances because it is still on the because last it's, generation. It's still the last gen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's still like very you, much last. You compare yeah. you compare it to Blue Points, Demon Souls versus like yeah. it feels more Dark Souls remastered than it did Blue Points, Demon Souls. Like, yeah, but it doesn't take away from the beauty. No, of no, it. no. If, if anything, no, no. like the functionality of it, the beauty is all there. It's just it could be cleaner. This reminds me of like, Destiny they, One, right? It was stuck on PS3 and PS4, and then when they cut off the PS3, PS3 and they totally went PS4, they totally decided to up all the graphics and you're like oh shit this is what destiny meant to be be like and i wonder if that's how elden ring is going to be when i either get the next one or the 
like it feels like they really you know if they wanted to get up to blue to blue point level and that we wouldn't see this game until probably 2026 no. demon souls yeah. i don't know remake on pc no no so no it's, it was ps5 exclusive yeah That's because they basically they design they designed that game like that remake and that to be played on a ps5 and that yeah. you know this so, game was yeah, designed that, for ps5 too but they just made mm. it ps4 compatible right yeah so and they you, didn't you know, fully and I'm, utilize I'm sure. ps5 stuff no i know so you guys have actually answered a lot of questions I had. Um, so it's nice to know that the marketing has been generally honest and that it is a oh, world that you can explore. You you go where you you look. You don't run into invisible walls. You don't have to press G if you don't want to. You don't have to press G if you don't want to, but you can press G if you do. It's up to you if you press G. And you might well, I'm get on PlayStation. Cool. I don't have a G button. Well, no. the you, can, you can connect the keyboard to your PlayStation yeah. 5. I got a there keyboard go. plugged into my there PS4. And... and yeah, because there was a lot of like, that's what they were selling. And I was like a little bit like, oh, boy, that's a tall order. So it's really good to hear that that's all kind of come together. Mm -hmm. that, I love that. Now, and, my yeah. question is, how is it a co-op game or how does the how does the player interact? This work? this yeah. is where I was let down because I thought it was going to be not like Lost Ark, a yeah. more co-op game. I thought it was going to be more co-op too. I, explain. No, I, I have done, I've been doing co-op the last couple of days. A buddy of mine got the game and was was struggling in the early stages. So we we did some co-op. It's, I mean, it's it's a FromSoft co-op. It's okay. confusing okay. and clunky <laughs> at best. Um, okay. Well, yeah. You answered my question then. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, it's like Bloodborne. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's but it's like it's even worse because like you will get together and then you will uh, he won't know where to go. So I'll be like, OK, let's go check out some cave systems. I know a few places we can go and I'll guide him to there. But then and when we get there, I can't get in because it's considered a new area. So I have to quit the co-op, go back into my own game, travel to that location, re-put my sign down, have him re-summon me <laughs> oh, into his game. No. And it takes and as soon as we finish, it takes as soon as we finish that area. Then we'll go through the area. We'll build. We'll beat the boss, and then I get kicked out, and we have to go somewhere else and get resummoned back in. So it's not. It's not meant to yeah. be co-op together. It's not meant to be like fully multiplayer. It's meant to be like, hey, I'm struggling in this area. Could you help me out? So yeah. I compared it to because I'd never bothered playing Far Cry Four because Far Cry. So Far Cry Three I loved, and Far Cry Three had co-op, and I was like, oh, that's cool, Far Cry game co-op. But the problem with it was. If you jumped into someone's game, you didn't get any progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I hated that. And you could technically, like, there was experience points that you, like, that stuff that you would level up. But, like, if you beat the game with someone's help, it didn't count for you. Yeah. Far Cry 5 did that, which was awesome, but Far Cry 4 didn't. And none of the Souls games have that, technically, where it's like you can go and help someone. And yeah, but, just but I don't think the boss. The yeah. yeah, like, does the boss, does it even count as you, you clearing an area? No, it doesn't count as you clearing it, but you get you get separate rewards for it. Right, though. right. Like the person whose game it actually is will get like one set of rewards for beating the boss. But then you as the partner uh, will get yeah. a completely different set. Mm. So then but then you could in theory, then you could go back into the other person's game and just do that area again. And then yes. that person. Right. That's what I mean. It's like it's like, oh, that's it's close. I would, it's like I would so love close. to explore that world with like one of you guys. Like that would be fun just to dick around on a horse and just. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's you like, can't do horses in multiplayer, online, right? I know. You can't do horses in then, multiplayer? No, they don't oh. let you, they don't let you ride, they don't let you ride uh, torrent in so uh, really, multiplayer. So, so it really is to try to bring someone in to deal with a very specific mm. thing, not to explore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
basically yeah. it's not meant to be a co-op game it's it's okay. meant to just be like hey man just help me out this guy's kicking my ass like okay that's good to know maybe yeah. they'll because i know a lot of people wanted to play together and for, I, I for some odd reason i had the impression that we could play the yeah, whole game together one, yes well, i got I that impression in the marketing too so i think they were mm -hmm. a little bit vague on that one so i think I, I think that was something people were like hoping for and everybody just kind of said it and then the marketing team never said no no, no yeah. that's yeah. not the yeah, case yeah exactly you know? yeah i think yeah. it's just promised it yeah it's always just been kind of known amongst from soft fans though that like their focus on for online is pvp it's not yeah. uh, co-op yeah. Yeah. yeah they want people yeah. getting in and fighting each other i, th like, I think that's it's what though, it's designed for other games have done like neo 2 is like fully co-op right? yeah neo like, 2 is like fully like you run the whole game together and these are souls-esque games right yes but but i i would i would say like i'm glad to hear it at the same time because i i felt like that would be such a huge departure from any other games that they'd already done that I would be concerned that the map and the, you know, the ingenuity would get harmed by them forcing like a co-op structure into it. So I, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I think anyone who's, who's a from soft uh, fan, they're going to accept this. Uh, it's just yeah. too bad yeah. because we'd all love to I'm, play all yeah. those games together, but it, that's just I mean, not the focus. That's probably like, I'm thinking I'm going to pick up demon souls for PS3. Cause I still have a PS3. And I remember when that game came out, I was working at HMB and I was like, this game looks good, but Namco Bandai, why would I buy a video game from a toy company? <laughs> um, not not realizing, you know, when I was 19 that, you know, Nintendo was originally a toy company. A card um, company. A card company. Yeah, yeah a card game company. Um, so I kind of want to go back and play it on PS3 rather mm -hmm. than, because I don't have a PS5 and I'm not going to, you know, I'm obviously it's not out on PC. And I'm, I don't want to get Elden Ring on PC because I only, I only have a 1060. So I just feel like if I should go back and like, if I like that, then I'll probably play through everything except for Bloodborne because I don't I, like aesthetics. If I could make a suggestion, I would suggest doing Dark Souls and not Demon Souls. If you really want to get a good idea of what FromSoft games are like, Demon Souls was there. We're still trying to figure this shit out. Dark Souls was there. We got it. The we thing is, I feel now. like I could get Demon Souls for like a dollar on the PS. Yeah, and Souls like Demon Souls is still much. Dark Souls Demon's Souls is still a much more unique experience than the Dark Souls games and that, you oh. know, basically like, you know, that whole world tendency thing was like, you know, I, I, it was a it was a, kind of a confusing, but it was an interesting system in that because like you, oh. you'd in each individual world and in that you'd have to do these things that kind of push your tendency to pure white or pure black and that in order to make like yeah, certain items and characters appear. Yeah. Yeah. Also, having having said what I said, I think maybe I'm maybe I'll backpedal a little bit because Demon Souls might be more like Elden Ring than the others because of the way in Demon Souls you have the option of going wherever you want yeah. in that game. Oh, yeah. you're okay. you're not stuck to a linear path in that game either. Like once you finish the first level, it's like okay, here's you all the areas, well. do them in whatever order you want. Yeah, yeah, you can die in many different ways. We won't hold that against you. <laughs> <laughs> If you're struggling, go somewhere else. Try that for a bit. Like, you know what this game really reminds me of is the original Legend of Zelda. Because you can go anywhere, upgrade, get any item you want, but you don't have to do a specific order. At least that's where I am at the. I'm not that far in the story. I know there's a story eventually, and that yeah. even in I, Legend of Zelda, you do eventually have to get to the end. Um, we have to talk. We still have to talk about the story. I want to I want to jump on that, Eric, because remember, I said I was playing Final Fantasy one earlier mm -hmm. and I realized so I, I you know, Final Fantasy one doesn't hold your hand at all. Like this game came out in 1989. And it was basically like, let's make D&D &D into a friggin video game mm -hmm. a plus. 
I had to jump on a walkthrough because I couldn't remember what part was next. And then it went, oh, you're supposed to, no, you should be doing this. And I was like, wait a minute, I already did these two dungeons. Like, oh, no, 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 you should already have your airship. I did two dungeons before I was like supposed <laughs> to. But that's the, that's the thing is like, that's what this game is like, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. been yeah. 32 years. Been one week? No. That, that's, that's, it's been, um, that's what this game is like. But like, we used to get games like that. But like Zelda, yeah. like, like Final Fantasy one and two, where like it didn't like there were areas you could not get to mm -hmm. because you didn't have your boat or you didn't have your canoe or your airship, or whatever. But technically, you could do things in whatever order you wanted, as long as like I um, grinded through and beat a bunch of bosses I shouldn't have been able to beat yet. A really good representation of of that question you have is ask like five or six different people who are streaming the game or playing the game. How long did it take you to get the horse? I got mine because right away. Some for some people, they got it right away. For yeah. people like me, I played four hours before I found it. Yeah, I, I, I got it the people, night. I, I played, played around like eight. eight or nine hours going, yeah. where do I get the goddamn horse? Like, Because <laughs> I was talking to Hawk and I was like, yeah, I can't. And then I was, I was on my horse and he's like, where do you get the horse? I was like, I got it at a random campfire. I don't even remember where. Um, yeah, it's that or I'm like, I'm like, uh, they're like, how do you level your sword up past past like level three? Oh, oh, through the hub, the blacksmith at the hub. They're, where do you get the fucking hub? Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Hawk about it. He's like, what the hell is the round Wait, table? <laughs> what the hell does the round table? I haven't so, been there yet. This, this is what's interesting to me. Because I have a bunch of friends I play D&D with. And right now, they're like three guys. They're all playing Elden Ring. And one of them will just play entirely by himself. Won't do any co-op. You guys are you know, kind of doing a little co-op. Kind of jumping in every once in a while. Yeah. Two of my two buddies in the States, they go on their PS5s. They get in a call. They sit in for like nine hours. They sit there. They play the game. And they don't do the same thing, but they go, hey, what about this? And they'll just communicate constantly. And the second they need a co-op partner, they summon each other, right? Because they are yeah. they want to play the game co-op, and they've done it for Neo and every mm -hmm. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, and all that stuff. But they sit there, and they play it together, and then, you know, based, mm -hmm. most of the time, they're playing together, not, like, individually, and then, like, water cooler talk about the game. It's Yeah, I'm and I'm perfectly fine jumping in. If someone else wants help in their game, I will just jump into someone else's for me personally though i want my first playthrough of this game to be 100 solo i don't want anyone coming in i don't want people telling me where things are i don't want to know anything i want to just go in fresh but if someone asks me a question oh i'll i'll go on for hours about it if you want brent i have a question have you been invaded yet i heard not that was by, a thing not by not by human but i've been in i've had two npc invasions this oh far. i'm sorry he meant in elden ring not in real life oh yeah yeah, yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah i i i heard that um that random pvp people i remember this happening in bloodborne as well uh where people would just randomly come in um mm -hmm. i didn't like I, that I, yeah. <laughs> I typically I typically don't play in online mode for that mm -hmm. reason because I don't want to get in randomly invaded after yeah. like because they always do it in the spots where you're struggling the most and they yeah. know people are struggling there. <laughs> so then it's like as soon as you're in there and you're fighting 60 guys at once, they're like, I'm going to go in and fuck this guy's day up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I put it. That that's what that was bizarrely one of the most five. fascinating aspects of the Souls games, especially back in Demon Souls, and that because it's just like down in like some mine, trying to get to the end, and that it's surrounded by trolls, and all of a sudden the big red letters appear across the screen: "You've been invaded," and you're just like, okay. "No!" So much yeah. emotional yeah. damage that game did <laughs> to us, but so emotional so many memories. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We talked about gameplay. We talked. What do you guys think of the sound and music? Because I think it's very very good it's uh, 
It's epic. Okay. Uh, let me, Eric. Do you play, have do you, you guys heard all play the with singing. headphones? I play with headphones. Yeah. Do you yeah. PS5 headphones or like just because uh, Sony I, went like Mark Cerny went hard on the audio. I have a PS5, PS5 headphones. Yeah, these ones. Yeah, I I use the PS5 headphones when I'm just playing offline and when I'm streaming, I got uh, my Beats on. Um, when I'm streaming, I use my Bose what ones. It, what I will say about the music is, have you heard the singing yet? Yes. That's no. so good. It is one of the best things in the well, game where I'm walking and I just hear this siren song in the distance. And I'm like running around trying to, where the fuck is this? Yep. And like you're following the audio and pinpointing exactly where it is. And it's getting louder, louder, louder. You're traversing. You finally I find it. Found it. And like, I don't want to, I won't spoil it for you, Hawk. But okay. there's several moments in the game where you will hear this singing and you're just like, what the fuck? I gotta like, be honest. I, that right? I haven't I found it, but it. I was looking for it, and I was like, I don't know where this is. And I just kept on going around, and I was like, this is this is great, but I gotta I gotta go. Yeah, I won't <laughs> I won't spoil what it is, but like, I have a feeling they're, they're hear stuff like that. I have a feeling they're gonna pull an Odyssey on me when I find it. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, no. What an Odyssey? What's why is it called that? Well, it's a, the the only guy who survived. What? <laughs> um is there anything else you guys want to talk like elden ring is a game i would i know it's gonna divide people because i know people that want to play this but aren't into souls s games and i honestly don't if you're not a souls I, type player i don't think you're gonna want like this yeah honestly, really, yeah i've i've known at least three people now that are not souls players who have decided to try it and are converted because oh, of this good. game. I, I yeah, think this is a yeah, good intro. Like but my, there my are... buddy Chris, like he's he I I got him to play the Neo series with me because of the co-op aspect of it, because he was like, I'm not playing those games by myself. I'll play it if you help me. <laughs> he got my I did co-op with him for about an hour today, and then I had to go down for my dental appointment. And I'm looking at my phone all day long, and it's just <laughs> constant messages from him going, I just beat this guy. I just found this area. I just beat this. Nice. I just, and I'm like, dude, you're fucking ahead of me now. Like, nice. <laughs> this, I'm thinking mostly of Marcus and Shows, because I don't think they're going to like this game. Yeah, I know. So, like, Bloodborne did Shows' head in, you know? Like, I, I think he had enough of Souls games after right, that uh, one. And I, I, am- I Okay. Sorry, I, I would I gotta say about the combat system and that it retains all the stuff that in in Dark Souls, Demon Souls, and that that you know pe- you know people have come up through the ranks playing and that they know that system and that one of the things that frustrated a lot of people was the whole parry system and that you know because there's some people who are really good at doing it and if you're good at doing it it really you know it helps your game along but if you're not then it you know you just get yeah. wasted in that mm-hmm. so it still gives you the option of parry but it also introduces that whole weapon arts thing and that, that i believe oh, the those weapon arts are where it's at yeah i believe that like a whole system was introduced in dark souls 3 and that but basically now they're attachable elements like if you favor a particular weapon and you want to you know you can put any different art or art on it they're called ashes of war um there's some there's some good ones there's some really great ones um and yet yeah and bloody, bloody slash on my uchi katana is where it's fucking at that oh my god sounds like gibberish what what classes it's, are you guys playing sorry brent you're a samurai I'm doing, right i'm doing samurai yeah <laughs> i started as confessor yeah confessors yeah me and you yeah my buddy um one of my buddies from the states started as a, a samurai and he said he started over as a wretch he said it was too easy as a samurai so, yeah um and i'm like yeah but i bet it, like i'm like I bet some things are easy, but I bet it's yeah. because you're like your magic or whatever is going to be super low. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Like, I just suspect that 
even though the samurai looks overpowered to start, I'm like, I know that's not going to be the case. Like, having there's, not even played these games, I know that's not going to be. Yeah. There's a lot of balancing issues that this game has that need to be worked out. Uh, and I think that that is something that will get patched eventually. Um, because I, as a samurai, like the first 10 hours I played, I was struggling. And I'm mm. like a hard, hardcore veteran of these games. And I was getting my ass handed to me. And then as soon as I learned the sword arts and started using those, it clicked and the game shifted to where now I'm running around destroying everything. Yeah. And yeah. I think that there's like, they need to balance things like that where the sword arts are a little too powerful. Some of the magics in the game are a little too powerful, but the straight up combat is very weak in the game. Interesting. And it takes a long time to really level your character up in this one. Like you, you don't get as many souls from enemies to yep. use for like experience points. And then when you do, the experience points go up exponentially yeah, compared yeah. to the other games. I'm only a level 40 and it's already costing me over 10,000 uh, per level, which is ridiculous. Uh, I, I'm very early in the game, but part of me is wondering if I just restart as a magic user. Like I love having both the melee the and magic. Was a magic user. He's he's both. Yeah, he's, that's a problem in these games. Is that yeah. you know everybody wants to be so balanced in that they want to be able to use melee, they want to be able to use magic at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you gotta and, make a you gotta make a choice because you you if you want to be a good like magic user in that you gotta throw all your like I'm, I'm debating just going straight into magic now because I, I like confessor that you can do ma certain magic things but most of it is melee um, yeah and they're and they're mostly faith build magic in that which yeah. is way different from normal magic yeah like every every game of these I played I always do either a dex or a quality build like focus yeah. on dexterity alone or dex and strength and I went into this one going I want to do a dexterity intelligence build so that I can incorporate some magics into it but once I hit my dexterity up to like 25 and got my weapon up to like uh, plus 13, I was like, fuck magic. Like, yeah, I don't need it now. <laughs> I think I, I think my, my like I uh, I normally play magic classes in other types of games, not not the souls games. I usually went with a swords type person, but I feel like part of me is leaning towards magic. I don't know why. I don't know why. Magic there are, is very there rewarding in souls games like it feels kind of cool because it's it's a timing thing as well as like there's a lot more thought to it right mm -hmm. so it's yeah. everything in souls games is very satisfying so even shooting something is is, is a little there's experience involved yeah yeah can yeah. you focus on using like a range weapon like a bow in this game as yep. well is that yeah yeah, yeah. oh cool yeah yeah well, if you, you do, especially um, if you're doing a dexterity build so then, i like, can yeah. build a stealth archer yeah, no, I was going to say the Samurai. <laughs> yeah, so that's, good. that's actually the Samurai what I build do in starts you with a katana and a bow. Oh. Yeah, no, I always go for a bow, bow character who's light on armor and uh, can roll around a bit and backstab yeah. if I have to. Yeah, that's fair. That's my, that's my build, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know I ran into issues on the weekend and that because I found, like, you know, this that great longsword. The, they give you pre pretty early on in the game. Plus, I also found this brass shield, which is, like, 100%, like, you know, that physical. That sounds yeah, very yeah. heavy. It was. I was. I started. I. I until I threw a bunch of uh, of points at my stamina and endurance and that. Like I wasn't able to wield it in that. You know. That's awesome. And, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, so David, do you want to go back to Lost Ark? Press some G's. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want G? Is, no, but we could rock and stone. Is, is there any final things we <laughs> want to say about Elden Ring? I do highly recommend this game. It is very good. I, 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 actually, Steam right now. I actually had to stop yeah. playing it because I knew that if I got really into it, I wouldn't be able to play the game that I'm going to talk about next. 
Yeah. Um, I guess the last thing I want to say about it is it continues that tradition in the storytelling where it's like they don't give you everything at once. You don't mm. go through these cutscenes with a lot of exposition that tells you exactly what's happening in that. You have to go in and research the story and that yourself and that. If you want, you know, the item is the stories are revealed through the items you discover in that because you when you go into your inventory, there's this little thing in that, you know, giving a description in that. But they'll also throw in pieces of lore. Isn't that, that what everybody liked about Destiny is that the story was there if you wanted yeah. to find it? Sort of. Sort of. This one. Grimoire. Grimoire. Yeah. Yeah. This game is. This game is very much that, too, where it's like they. What I love so much more about this one than the other FromSoft games is they actively encourage you to go and seek out lore and story to the point where I don't know if you guys have encountered this, but there was one area where there's this giant mausoleum on top of a platform with four legs and it's stomping around the area. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck do you get up to that building? You think, do you get to a cliff? Do you do this? And then I start just exploring around and I just happen to find this like piece of writing somewhere. And I go and I read that writing and it basically like gives you a hint to how to take that thing down and get into the building. And I'm like, this game has found a way to actively put things in that inspire you to go out and seek out the story. Like, yep. No, it's the way that these games have always worked in that. Um, if anybody doesn't have the patience for it in that, there is this guy. Uh, he's called... Hold on. Uh, Batman? The U- YouTuber. It's not Batman. Batman's a scientist. I mean, that's, what, that's how it works in Final <laughs> Fantasy. OG Final Fantasy is like, I don't know where to go next. I better talk to some villagers and see what they have. Like, oh, there's a, thing, there's a cable. I love there. how oh, awesome YouTube is right now for mythology and stuff for all of this, because... There are times when I just don't want to read all of it, especially with like destiny history, but there are some amazing YouTubers that'll just like talk to me about it. And I'll just be like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> uh, so it's this YouTuber called uh, Vati Vidya, V-A-A-T-I-V-I-D-Y-A. Oh, I think I've seen him. He is great. He re- He's really good at yeah. compiling the lore and that, and he has a great kind of somnambulistic British voice for reading it and that. And it perfect. Really That's good. a perfect yeah. voice for that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like his well, his video on the Bloodborne lore is is fantastic. Hmm. Oh, I would love yeah, to hear it, that. I love the Bloodborne yeah, uh, yeah. lore in general. Actually, the blood <laughs> that's bad. I've been trying to avoid it because you know I've heard so much good stuff about the lore, so I still have to actually just play the game. Properly. Are you talking about Bloodborne? Yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Did you not play that? I thought you played that with us. No, I didn't play it with you guys. I that's that's kind of when I started to kind of. My issues with that's playing fair. games properly. No but worries. Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one of the games I'm purposely avoiding story because I I do intend to try to play it through one day. I want to play it through I again have, too. I have a weird feeling like uh, you know that might become a project for Bluepoint at some point in the future, Ooh. and then they they remake that for PS5. And okay. that. was there not a rumor of Bloodborne two coming out in the next couple of years? <laughs> they, uh, there's if, constantly if were... been a rumor of either yeah. that they're either going to do a remaster of. <laughs> Bloodborne, or that there's going to be a sequel. I don't think there's ever going to be a sequel. I don't think there is. Oh man, no, I, I doubt. That, I doubt I that. They're much. steering too much into the uh, into the new IPs now, uh, instead of constantly going back to the well. That's fair. Yeah. Plus, Miyazaki doesn't like to do sequels and that. So, and if if there was going to be a sequel, it would have to be him. But he doesn't like doing them. I think the only sequel we really want to see from an old PS3 game is uh, the Order 1886. 
Or PS4, right? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Yes. Eric from his own call. <laughs> <laughs> All done with uh, Elden Ring. I, this game is very good, and I... Yes. Yeah. Go, go I want to see, see it on PC. Yeah, I actually want to get off and go play it some more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I was um I wanted to pick it up, and the only reason I haven't is because my other friends are too involved with Law, uh, Lost Ark. So I'm gonna continue with that. And from what I've understood, you know, there's still some PC problems, but I am probably gonna get it on the PC. Get first. on PS5. So apparently, it's, apparently it's the smoothest experience, and it's well. Yeah. Yeah. No, you brought this up last week, Eric, and you said, yeah, no, it was. You know, you probably should get it for the PS5 because it was built for it, and you were mm-hmm. totally right. You know, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How the controls are I- so good. The haptic controls mm-hmm. are very good. And Why are you agreeing, Hawk? You don't have it. haptic controls. I know. <laughs> I know. But the controls yeah, for the game in general are. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me forever to figure out how to gesture, and I was like, oh, you just have to go to this side of the menu. Fuck. <laughs> Not that you need to gesture. Anyway, let's move but on to the last game of February that that needs any sort of uh, talk. It's Horizon Forbidden West. That's the action role-playing video game developed by Guerrilla Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PS4 and PS5. It's a sequel to 2017's Horizon Zero Dawn, single-player open-world game set in a post-apocalyptic version of the Western United States. In it, the player, Aloy, must travel and complete missions using survival skills, melee attacks, and long-distance weapons in a world overrun by a deadly plague, hostile machines, and other survivors. Basically, this continues the story of Aloy, who is a young hunter from the Nora tribe, and she and her friends are on a quest to sort of find out what why there's this mysterious plague it's a you see it in the trailers there's this red plague that's killing everything in the world um on a journey she encounters more um regions she she gets shifted off to the west side of um the united states this includes nevada california and uh, I don't remember what the other place is. San Francisco, right? San Francisco is in California. Too. It was it was Earth all along. It was Earth all along. I think what yeah, Fallout One was like one part, and then Fallout Two specifically moved to New Reno, Nevada, like San Francisco. We're all in Fallout Two. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it is more green and more robot and more tribal. I want to say no. Yeah, you are tribal in Fallout Two. Yeah, in the second one, I don't remember that one. You're also the chosen one in Horizon Forbidden West. As Do you Aloy. have to go find a Gek from Vic the Traitor? Is that no, the plot of the That game? is exactly what happened. There's actually no. a couple of fun like Easter Klamath eggs. Is to the east. In this game because they <laughs> they they have Easter eggs for God of War, they have go- Easter eggs for Destiny. It's just it's it's fun. Um this is a much bigger game than the first uh Horizon game. It they've also updated a number of their Attacks. They, they, there's four main new. Uh, I don't want to say weapons, but it's four main new components that you use throughout your game. One is like a grappling hook. One is like a a glider. There's some other stuff that they haven't shown in the trailers that are you know a little bit of the the there's mysteries. Also that, the underwater that breather new, thing. Yeah. There's also that new energy weapon uh, to your combat where you yeah. basically build up this charge. You transfer it over to your enemy in that, and then have. To- that slow motion. Yeah, they re- they revamped a lot of the the combat. You have supers now, which is weird and neat and actually very useful. Um, I didn't use it for the, they've disappeared for the first half of the game, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm near the end. Um, 
what I enjoy about this game is that the story is very, very good. Um, it it can it continues directly after the the previous game. This is about six months after you destroy Hades. I want to say no, that's yeah. not right. Hades is the is the program. And, yeah, the killer AI. Yeah, and basically what happens uh, with her, and I don't want to ruin the the story because. I was talking to Hawk about this when I was playing the game and I was like, I hit a point in the story where it's just like, fuck, I have to finish this game and I can't play Elden Ring because if I go to Elden Ring, I'm just never going to come back to this game. And <laughs> the story was good enough that I was like, I have to beat this game. And I'm not, I haven't, I haven't beat it yet, but I'm a number of hours in. Um, the gameplay is pretty much the same. The The combat is, you know, the same. You, you connect, you collect shit. The, my issue with this game is mostly gameplay related. I think the controls are stuck in the last generation. Um, they feel a little weird and wonky. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you were going around in uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you just press triangle to pick up stuff and you just pick it up. This one, you have to hold triangle down until the little circle thing yeah. goes around and you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to pick up this one little thing. I'm going to pick up this berry. And it sort of slows combat down. And I feel like... Well, maybe Aloy has arthritis. <laughs> she has been hitting a lot of people. So, and the spear might hurt stuff. Um, I find the... the hurt. I was also very annoyed with the controls, like, movement-wise. I think she has a really wide radius when she turns. And I don't think the climbing is very smooth anymore. I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that's a... Uh, a leftover from the previous game, but I remember everything being very smooth in the first game. I don't know if this one feels a little bit clunkier in those aspects, you know, and it's kind of the first time I, I noticed in like, there's no such thing as a lock on in this game. Is there? Yes, there is. Is there a lock on? Yeah. R3, like, it's I, the same thing. <laughs> it's normal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like every other game. I, I, I've been playing, yeah, I've been playing this game. I didn't even realize um you know it's not very well explained in that uh my biggest issue so far was that the launch was a you know i had some real bug issues mm-hmm. uh when it when i you know before probably before the patch and maybe a little bit after the patch. i think it's a buggy game for yeah. sure the only thing that's really keeping me going is the story yeah. which, which i really enjoy um the the combat is getting a little bit more fun and i think they have smoothed out a couple of the bugs but there are times when i'll get stuck under a fucking like ledge and i'll be like why am i here um there's also they've added underwater elements in this game exploration which is a, exploration that's their big thing uh let me think any other thing anyone if you have questions please shoot them shoot, shoot them to me uh, this game is gorgeous this is a ps5 game that's that made me feel like i did during ghost of tsushima is where i also I'm, on ps4 though right yeah yeah I don't know how how does it look on PS4. Good, is it? I I've sent you enough screenshots from the PS5 version. How does it yeah. look compared? Were you on the PS4 or the PS4 Pro, Hawk? Uh, PS4 Pro. So I got a little bit of an advantage there and that, but obviously like, like there's four teraflops more or something like that. Yeah, um, but again, like you know, with the PS5 and that, you know, we don't get the ray tracing and aspects and that. So. I'm playing on performance um, and not on graphic mode. The graphic mode I find quite slow. I don't think yeah. he, I don't know how much ray tracing a game like that you would want to do because that would really suck. I mean, no, I know the PS5 is very powerful, mm-hmm. but that ray tracing sucks a lot. Of it does. It does. And miss. A, like I, yeah. I, I dropped under 30 FPS when I was playing on on graphical mode. 
like definitely down to 20 and maybe 15 at a point. And I was like, nope, they ain't happening. Going back up to 60. Yeah. Like uh, Eric th- sent me an article and that afterwards and that there's, these, there's this whole laundry list of things you got to go turn off in the preferences and that for, to, to get the, to get a better like graphic performance out of it. For the that, PS4? Like, off, yeah. From turning off the motion blurring and that for the slowdowns. Um, Step one, turn off PlayStation 4. Step two, <laughs> buy PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but they don't have any. I know, they're so hard. Uh, step three, when steps one and two are unavailable, buy PC. If, if only this, this will come Good out eventually. Luck getting a video card. <laughs> yeah. Even though yeah. they just announced a bunch of new stuff, doesn't matter. Still can't get shit. This'll, Everything this... at Best Buy sold out like that. Yeah. This game won't come out on PC for at least three years. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what happened with the first one as well. Although yeah. they are, PlayStation is slowly putting out more and more um, PlayStation exclusives. Like God of War came out yeah. just this. Gotta compete with Xbox. Sure. Well, I suspect like they they're selling as many consoles. I mean, the consoles basically sold out, right? So they're selling as many consoles as they can make. So regardless of whether or not, I think the problem is is because the consoles aren't necessarily getting in people's hands. They might go, well, we know PC is a huge fucking player base. So if we sell the game on PC, we can at least sell units there. Mm-hmm. Because if people don't have the PS5, they can't buy the game. So at least on PC, they can buy it. Mm-hmm. That, I'm, that's probably not what Sony's thinking. It's probably just like, well, we already sold all of the copies we're going to sell for God of War. Let's move it to PC now and sell a bunch more copies. Because you know that's people are just like, fuck, I want to play that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so many copies of God of War. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... The, I. The majority of this game that I very much enjoy is the graphics, the sound, and the story. The gameplay is the thing that hinders this the most for me personally. I know I've been playing online and talking to Hawk, and I, I swear at the game frequently just yeah. climbing. <laughs> and there are times I've jumped off a mountain by accident because Aloy would just be like, nope. And I'd be like, you why? Know, why? You know what that makes me think of is when we went from Assassin's Creed 2 Revelations, which is the third Ezio game, mm-hmm. to Assassin's Creed 3. They went, guys, we've heard your issues. We know you have lots of issues with the parkour and the jumping and stuff in Assassin's Creed. We fixed them. And then you play Assassin's Creed 3, and they made it so much fucking worse. <laughs> what, what kills me is that I was playing the Uncharted uh, remaster just a couple of weeks ago, and playing the... like playing Nathan Drake and having him climb and run around the place and just dodge and stuff was so much better. I suspect that might partially because so what you're playing in horizon is sandbox open world. Mm -hmm. Technically, um, not technically, uh, uncharted is a sandbox game, but it's not open world. Mm -hmm. There are open world sections. They they put no, and, oh, and, you mean in Uncharted? Four, yeah. And Lost... Lost. Uh, it's still a sandbox. Yeah, that's true. That's an open-world game, open game is like... GTA, you can go wherever, where yeah, you yeah. can go anywhere you yeah. want at any time, right? A sandbox is we put you in an area, and then you can run around in that area. Sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller. So they don't have to keep... It's not like they load everything all the time, mm-hmm. but it meant they knew exactly where everything was going to be and don't have to add a lot. In a game like Horizon, you can't just have one path up everywhere, yeah. right? So that introduces a ton of issues for, especially if this game is bigger. It is bigger. Go, so, so making the game bigger, probably for the sake of making it bigger, like somebody just went, well, it's got to be bigger. How much? Yeah. 10%, 15%? But, but did they? Yeah. So when I think of bigger maps, I think of how uh, Valhalla had the fucking giantest map. This is Assassin's Creed Valhalla had the biggest map 
and like it was everything was so it was such a big fucking map and there was little parts everywhere and it just didn't want to go everywhere the good thing about horizon is that they, the variety is is in the map and it doesn't feel like i'm just fucking chasing my head around the whole map i don't know if that makes it better for someone but it made this world feel it didn't feel as chaotic as valhalla and i didn't want to finish that map when i saw it i mean isn't there a benefit to being able to create your world versus like ac valhalla where they wanted to like well it's got to we want to make it as pure and accurate as possible it's like great there's three campments here and you can go to england and that's what <laughs> england looks like it looks like england yeah. you know and whatever it is like 1066 or whatever or 950 and whereas horizon's like well it's whatever the fuck we want it to be mm-hmm. yeah right? it's a big it's ass map real. too and i like it yeah it's huge. I got lost, like, you know, like, I didn't progress very far in the story in that. I got past the embassy in that, basically, but, like, then the I just mission. started... <laughs> the yeah, first main mission. I know. <laughs> I know. I, and then I just kind of... You know, the credits. <laughs> yeah. And then I just got lost in that, yeah, just, like, you know, looking around for stuff, and, you know, all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, I've run into a big encampment of machines. Hmm. Uh, you know, but... Uh, and then Elden Rings came out, and yeah, <laughs> Horizon, uh, Horizon. I didn't get far in that it hooked me like it yeah. did you. There, there's one main story point, like that made me go fuck. You know when when you're in Horizon, um, what was the first one called? Horizon Zero Dawn. When you yeah. find out what happened to the world, yeah. that was the main, like the big thing in the middle, and you're like, fuck, I have to find out what happened. Something like that happens in the pretty early like maybe the, this, a quarter of the way through the the story of this game this this is why knowing that i only had a week between this and elden ring is why i only got as far as downloading it and that's <laughs> yeah, it like that's i'm not even touching this game until i'm done with elden ring yeah. for that reason i well i figured i'm gonna spend way more time in elden ring than this game so i was like i have to finish this game or it's just gonna sit yeah. there amongst like all the other games i've never finished like uh i don't know just the two of us or <laughs> You know, games like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to one, that one, one day. day. One day. Um, that being said, I do think this is a good game. In, despite all my qualms with the with the gameplay or certain gameplay aspects, I think this is a game worth playing. the The voice cast is fucking incredible, just incredible. Yes. I was in a random camp and I was like, "Is that Tuvok talking to me?" And it was fucking <laughs> Tuvok. Tuvok is a character in yes. this game. I didn't. Re- I did not realize it. Um. Oh, when you hear Tim Russ's voice, you know, you know that. Exactly. And I was sitting there like, I know that voice. I know that well. <laughs> I also carry Ann Mosses in the game. And like, Ashley Birch is amazing as Aloy, as always. And mm-hmm. just the supporting cast, like the animation is gorgeous. The dinosaurs are bigger and crazier than they were in the last game. In the last game, they got pretty crazy. Um there are times I was like, I guess I'm fighting this giant fucking kaiju-esque T-Rex or uh, this fucking giant elephant, like a mammoth, robot mammoth. And oh man, it's a, it's a, it's keeping me going. Like I really like the story enough that I'm just going to look at OBS windows on Dave's screen. I'm sorry, that wasn't supposed to come up. Yeah. Um, no, I will, yeah. I will eventually get back to it. You know, once mm. I've uh, I've had a good good chunk of you know, Elden Ring played, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I I have no doubt it's going to show up. A lot of uh, that Horizon's going to show up on some top ten lists. I'm I'm year. hoping that they get past like they they patch it enough that some of that gameplay last gen feel that I'm getting gets yeah. patched mm-hmm. out. That's the only That's thing that I- really bugs me about the game. 
Yeah, that's what I'm hoping too. I don't know if that's something they can do, but it, it seems like that should be something they can tweet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the traversal, Hopefully. like like yeah. this. <laughs> that OBS window just keeps coming up. Traversal hopefully, is yeah. my biggest hopefully. issue. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. they're able to adjust that over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on Horizon? I guess I'm the only one that really played it. If you have any questions about it, no, not really. I, yeah, I was I was great contemplating month. getting like an hour of it in just so I could have like some opinion on it, but then I was just like, nah, I'm just gonna wait. that that hour <laughs> that hour of Horizon. You would not even get a that's a, a real that's exactly what I figured. Yeah, that's exactly what I figured would happen. I think the embassy is about three hours in. Is that same? Uh, right? Yeah, pretty much. And I, then like I, I still get I get lost. It's like because like a side quest will pop up or an, a question mark will pop up on the map. And it's like I'm pretty close to that. Maybe I'll go explore what that is. Oh, they you know? they they, they love teasing you on the way to your your actual main mission. I know. Yeah. Wait a minute. Look at this. There's, there's just a little. Yeah. There's a fire just over there. Just go get yeah, it. Don't worry. And then you'll get a mission over there. You're like, fuck, I guess I'm never yeah. going to go to this main mission. Yeah. The the visuals, <laughs> the visuals are gorgeous. When you get to Las Vegas and you get to San Francisco, you're just like, fuck. They made, there's a, there's another thing that I, I thought was amazing. I remember back when God of War came out and everyone's like, oh shit, look, you can see this, your feet in the snow with Kratos. This game, when you're walking in tall grass, it'll flatten all the grass as you're walking. So you can see the path you took, and you can like run around. And the same thing happens in sand, snow. Um, the water ripples properly as you swim in it. It's so fucking crazy what they can do in video games. Like it's it's gorgeous. But, but does it have horse testicles? Uh, they're like Red Dead. Well, <laughs> the but thing does is, it have fish physics like Call of Duty. <laughs> there are fish physics in Call of Duty. That was like call, that was like eight years ago. They're like the fish have physics. Like there was this whole thing, and it was just some fish. Move, the fish just move away from you on one of the levels. It was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, I think. And if you could go in water, and the fish would move away from you. It's just, that, the, the fish are that's sentient. an old meme. All now. all of all of the robot all of the mounts are robots, so there are no horse testicles, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> Not even robots. Testicles. Are you saying the robots aren't fully That's, functional? That's not realistic. <laughs> I'm out. That's gonna kill my immersion right there, David. They're right. not programmed. You're in saying many we can't techniques. put a metal pole arm down there? No, no metal pole arms. Um, uh, yes, I, I, I will. I can't wait to see the grass. No, sorry, I didn't mean to wait. Later. No, 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 no. I'm very interested to see the the grass it, and the. It's not even something that that they're like. That they've talked about in the media or anything. It's just something I noticed when I was running around one day. I was like, "What the?" F- yeah, I, I, I mean, made like it. Details are, are really neat. Like a bunch of games have talked about that stuff. Like, look, the, this thing does this, and the gamers are like, "Just make it look better." Yeah, nah! this game does look better. It's gorgeous. Again, too many screenshots that I can say. Are there any other video games that are coming out soon that we want to actually look at? Uh, have a nice death comes out next week. What's have I'm a very nice excited death? for that one? Oh, it's that new yeah. uh, roguelike that was introduced during the oh, uh, yeah, Game yeah, Awards. Yeah, 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 that yeah. looks awesome. That does look amazing. So that that's coming out next Friday. Strangers of Paradise comes out the week after. Brent, did you uh, play? Uh... Gran Turismo comes out next week. Oh, Gran Turismo. Oh out my next god, week. that's next week. It's next week, or no? It might be this week. Oh my god! I think it's actually this week. It comes out. I'm not playing that Friday. game for a while. <laughs> I'll be playing that in a couple of years. Yeah. Brent, did you play Deathloop? Yes. Okay. It's fifty percent uh, on the humble very, right now. Yeah, not for very long. I I didn't really care too much for it. Apparently, people say don't play it on PC. That it's not as good on PC. Again, holy shit! March fourth is coming out on Friday. What Gran Turismo? Yeah, yeah. 
that you know what though that is not a game that will get worse with time yeah. no no you know it will only get better with time that that game yeah well they said they're con- continually updating it anyway because you know it's Gran Turismo. Oh, there'll be new cars. There'll be new tracks. Right? They'll they'll do all kinds of good stuff. I just want to see the weather system in it. Like it just have, uh, blows my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, I have I, something great for Steve. That I, this is why you kept saying the thing. Oh, it's blurred. No. Oh, what's uh, second? What's second? Blur house. No. Blur house. <laughs> no. I really fucked it up now. I actually can't make it out at all. Uh, no. I don't get this reference. I don't remember. Hold this. on. Hold on. There you Shadow go. Warrior oh, 3 comes out soon. Yeah, oh, that is good. Itchy. Very good. Oh, it is. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I've been trying to do a first-person shooter thing for like two years now. I'm still not. But yeah, Shadow Warrior 3 comes out shortly. And actually, I've heard really good things about it because the second one was a bit of a mess. And hmm. uh, 3 uh, seems like a, a fun kind of like Doom Eternal uh inspired in some aspects but also very much its own thing just like a fun silly game not as much like garbage toilet humor as the other ones just mm. actually, actually looks good so i might i might i might go into it we'll you see know there is one other game that came out in february that three of us have played that's sifu oh oh yeah i actually wrote yeah, down yeah. one line here uh this was my review of it um this is a game that is rewarding for those who jo- enjoy Asian entrance exams. <laughs> <laughs> that's very yeah, accurate. So maybe that's why I didn't I, like the game. I yeah. really got to play Seafood because I think that is like my kind of game. It's, it's, I, it's I was telling, I was talking to Steve about this and there are times and I'm, I'm pretty good with button combos and stuff. There are times when it just won't register. And I yeah. don't understand why. Wireless it's, controllers, man. Wireless no, controllers. I always wire my controller. It's, yeah. Do they, it's nothing sure. to do with that. It's the, there is no, like, the combat fluidity in that game is so specific and so difficult to pull off that if you spend the time to really learn it and do it, I could see the game being fun. For me, maybe because I was half drunk when I played it, <laughs> uh, I was fucking frustrated the entire time. Just I was like, I can't it's do tough. anything. I can't even button mash. Like, yeah. oh, you can't, no, you can't button mash in this game at all. No, this, is the, this is the absolute opposite of button mashing. Yeah, but I couldn't I button mash. Know. I couldn't pull specific combos off. I just, I had no enjoyment in the I game at all. I haven't all. gone back to it just... Yeah, I, I do want to play it, uh, but yeah, I understand. Like, well, I agree with Eric. I'm not totally sure whether it's the fault of my controller, the fault of me, or if there's a fault in the game. Uh, I'm going to blame myself for now. But uh, but have you seen some of the mods? Did you get it on PC or I'm on, on PC? Okay, yeah. There's all these hilarious mods. You can download skins. You can be like Chun Li or Daredevil or Batman. It's like freaking hilarious. I just want to get that's, past the level. You, that's what this. <laughs> that's what this Asian game needs. A bunch you of you get past the first level. Oh, okay, fine. fine. Chun Li then. There we go. Um, Steve, how far did you get in the game? Oh, I only I only finished the first two levels, so um, uh, so you're in the museum. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the museum as well. I I didn't get past the club. I I I was happy that the first boss in the game was was the Steve Buscemi lookalike. I yep. was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I just want to beat this guy and I'll be satisfied. And then he was the first boss. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't think yeah. I've <laughs> ever been as frustrated at a game boss than the sec than the club boss. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've Can- ever yeah. Go for it, huh? Can I ask a question? Uh, yeah. does, Steve, does the Steve Buscemi boss say uh, you should see the other guy at any point? No, that would make no. it better. <laughs> you, should, you should see the other guy. <laughs> no, I uh, I decided after I got to where I got, and I think, Eric, you were saying something similar too. 
uh, I just need to go back and, and start over because like I, you know, I need to, I have to complete the first level in a better state, right? Like you can't, yeah. you can't I, go yeah. through the game like aging the way you do. You know? I, I beat the first level with one death. That's it. Mm. Um, the second one, the boss just took it all away. <laughs> just all of it. <laughs> yeah. Except for the last I, two deaths, and I was just like, I can't beat the third level with two things, and I don't want to go back to the second level at all. I, I played through game. I played through the first level I think four times, and I never once got to level two uh, under the age forty five. Mm-hmm. And you need <laughs> to be under twenty five so that you can upgrade the weapon stuff before. Yeah. Before you get to three. Jeez. So so wait wait so you. Obviously, every time you die, you age up. You age. Yeah. yeah. If And then but, the more times you, you die, the more exponential it gets. Right, right, right. But if you beat a, a boss, as you go through, the younger you are, when you get older, when you die, are you saying that like you get skills? So you can unlock certain skills at certain age ranges. Um, that will carry on, obviously, yeah. right? Only you, if you do you it a get, certain amount of times. You get them in the game, and then once you finish the game, you have the option of permanently unlocking them in like the the hub area of it. Oh, I'm also completing of- worlds does unlock some stuff because you get to yeah. you get to you get to start the next stage with whatever you locked in in the first world. Yeah. So if you do exceptionally well in the first world, you will actually have unlocked some powers, um, and, and hopefully kept your your age low. And then you bring that into the next world. So you have yeah. to do well to unlock these things. It's not like, listen, yeah. yes. I beat. Yeah. Yes. Because, yeah. okay. Because what I was no. thinking was like, okay. They don't I'm reward 20. you for passing. Like I said, Asian entrance exam. No, no, no. What I mean is like, it's like 25. <laughs> no, what I mean is like, like, I don't know. I don't quite understand how the aging works. Like, like in, in universe terms. It's but hard, it is like, yeah. but like if I'm 25 and I can do this stuff. 20 years later, presumably I kept up with my training. I didn't just die in this fight. You know what I mean? Like. You understand what I'm saying? It's a weird system. Like, but that's not idea. what's actually happening. No, obviously. no, no, yeah. no, no. It's it's a weird sort it's, of it's a weird mechanic that they put into the game. I guess for you to be able to like experiment cool. and try and 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 sort of see the potential end game, you know, like in advance, you know. But but you understand that you actually need to earn it at an earlier stage, you know. So it it it, it allows you to sort of have a little bit of insight into what's possible, but at the same time punishes you for for like not doing well enough i because of your your comment on on asian entrance exams steven i have to ask have you have you at all played yakuza like a dragon no i okay it's funny too yeah so so in that game one of the ways that you can level up your skills is there's a a vocational school that you can go to oh no and there's like classes that you can enroll in to take and now I went and did this and I was like, okay, they take this class and it'll upgrade your social skill by by two points. So I'm thinking I'm gonna go in and just like pay for it and they just like give it to you, or I have like a quick little mini game. They legitimately give you a knowledge quiz with no <laughs> pre like persona. No nothing. <laughs> like that you're just expected to know this shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Like how much Yep. Yep. And, and it's not like general mistress. knowledge either. Like half of it, I was just guessing and going like, well, fuck, I hope I get this right. I hope at least when I, if I fail, they tell me which ones were wrong. Like, uh, amazing. So anyway, we're done. We, we should, we yes. should probably get off. Um, there, there are a couple games that I'm looking forward to. Um, I hope we get to talk about it for spoken comes out in May as well. Um, 
and then Two Point Campus. Uh, yeah, it's coming out. I and I believe Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out sometime this year, and yeah. I don't know if people are looking uh, forward to that. Salt and Sacrifice comes out early early May as well, hmm. May tenth, I believe. Well, I guess May is going to be our next February. Good lord. Um, anyway, for thanks guys for coming on and talking about all this hotness. We shall uh, come back Press in a couple me. days. We're not going to be here tomorrow <laughs> for D and D, but um, if enough people watch Batman this weekend, maybe we'll do a, a quick uh, Batman review next week. Or something. Well, we'll we'll figure out some stuff. Maybe I'll play some Destiny. Uh, no, I'm just joking, Hawk. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, don't do it. I'm like, don't yeah, we'll see. What um, we should play. What we should play. Rock and Stone. Rock and Stone. We'll do that tomorrow um, if you guys want to. Anyway, have a good night, everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll Bye. talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.